What's good, y'all? This is C-Certified Brewhead, and welcome to episode three of our top 10 most downloaded podcast of all time. We're getting to the business end of it, guys. This one was very, very interesting to me that it was so popular. I sort of get why. Um, it was episode 95, Lactocalypse, with Noah Forrest of Beerism here in uh, Quebec. So I think it might have been popular for three main reasons. One, the title is pretty cool. I like. I can't remember if it was me or Noah who came up with that one, but I enjoy it a lot. Uh Noah himself is a triple OG beer writer in Quebec. He's had a uh, his blog called Beerism. He takes phenomenal photos uh, of beers. He's very sought after for that. And uh, so I feel like people wanted to hear him talk. He'd been on the podcast a few times anyway. And thirdly, I thought it was because it's lactose-based. Basically, if the, for those of you who don't know, we have a bit of a joke, mostly between Noah, myself, our, our lead writer on the blog, Nathan from Nathan Does Beer, and Chris from Hops and Bros, their fellow YouTubers. Basically, we have Team Lactose and Team No Lactose. So Nate and I are Team Lactose, Noah and Chris are Anti-Lactose. So what we decided to do was we got, I think we got six milkshake IPAs and I and sat by Noah's pool and forced him to drink them all on a hot July day. Uh, which was pretty funny, if I'm honest. Um, that one was a lot of fun to record. Did not feel sick afterwards, and he still wasn't completely converted, but he didn't hate him. So even though the lactose thing is a fair joke, like it's not serious, it got a bit of traction online because Nate and I started a Twitter account called Teen Lactose. Shouts to David Buis for doing the ridiculous cow cartoons and, and also cartoons of Nate and I. So we run with that. We just promote lactose beers. So I think, and a lot of people were sort of buying in at the time that was around when we started it. So I think people just enjoyed the joke. It was pretty stupid. We still roll with it now, but I think it's died down a lot. So it was a really fun episode. Noah's always great to talk to. He's very well-spoken. He really has a deep understanding of beer. So it's always cool to sort of get his nuanced palette, you know, his take on these type of beers. Um, really fun episode. So let us know on social anyway, if you're team lactose or team no lactose. Hopefully you're the former. Hopefully, or at least after this, you will be on the lactose side. Uh, so, guys, enjoy the episode 95. Um, of course, as always, make sure you stay up on all the things that are happening with BOS at BOS Podcast on all social networks, BOSpodcast.com for the vlogs, uh, and also for YouTube, of course, it's BOS Podcast. We still have a ton of content coming. And if you feel so inclined, uh, we'd love you forever if you could rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on the audio platform of your choice. I guess preferably either Spotify or um, Apple Podcasts is where the bulk, the, the vast majority of our listeners are. According to the trusty stats, um, that helps a lot, particularly as we're coming into 2020 with a bunch of new content. So that is it, guys. Enjoy the episode. Team Lactose all day. Get it in. Yeah. Hey guys, before we get started, this episode of Beer and Other Shit, the podcast is brought to you by High Season Co., a social media agency with over a decade of marketing experience who are crafting the way brands are perceived online. These guys aren't just marketers, they're liquid enthusiasts, craft beer nerds, hip-hop heads, and Gary Vee disciples. So is your social media looking tired? Are you having trouble getting to your customers? High Season can make it happen. Check them out, highseasonco.com. That's highseasonco.com. Now let's drink some beers. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Y'all a brewheads? Yeah, we brewheads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. What's good, y'all? This is C Certified Brewhead, and welcome to episode 95. 95? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I've been noticed the podcast. And this afternoon, I wouldn't say this evening, but it's afternoon. this afternoon, we're here in 
an island off the island, Il Perot. We're technically have, not even in Montreal. We're not even in Montreal. We're in the middle of the idyllic uh, pastures <laughs> of this island. Do you like that? Yeah. Good, good. good, good description, yeah. eh? Uh, I have Noah Forrest from Beerism here for the second time. What is so, that? How you doing? What the fuck happened to your fingers? I fell off a ladder. Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second. You okay? Yeah. yeah, no, I'm good. You good. just mashed yourself up a little bit. Yeah, a little scratch, bruise. Jesus Christ, this fucking yeah. guy. Crime so, between ladders. You gotta be careful, right? You're getting too old for this. Right. Um, so, funnily enough, we just realized we're actually gonna do a short video. Uh, we'll talk about why in a second. And then we, Noah suggested we do a podcast. And then we realized this is episode 95. You were last here on episode 55. And just check Facebook memories. One year ago today, today. we filmed the other one that you Which were on. we did uh, in a Sekinicho vertical. Yes, which is my first ever vertical. And now we're doing, good. I know, right? So this is like now we're doing horizontal. And now we're doing a horizontal of the finest <laughs> style of beers available on the market right now. You want to tell them what we're doing? Apparently we're drinking milkshake IPAs and I don't know how you con me into doing <laughs> it. I, can't, I, can't, I feel like my mouth can't get any higher. I'm so happy. <laughs> this is amazing. So to give it a bit of context, we have a, uh, as most beer nerds do, a bit of a group chat with uh, Chris from Hops and Bros, Max from Hops and Bros, uh, Nate uh, from Nathan Does Beer. Is that it? I think so. It used to be R&D Beer. Yes, now he's and Nathan he Does Beer. It. I mean, that, that's all of us, right? Yeah. In, in this particular one. And um, we have a running joke about essentially milkshake IPAs and lactose in beer. Uh, I am heavily team lactose. I am not. Yes, so Chris is not... Max is on the fence. Scott also claims to be on the fence, so I didn't wow, invite him really to the neutral, group chat. It's really like perfectly done. And, Nate, and Nate's team lactose. Yeah. So we, we were supposed to do this in Ottawa, um, and I guess it kind of worked out how it was supposed to because we were going to do like a short video. I thought we'd yeah. do like a versus thing. Where we are going to do like one bottle of something maybe. Yeah, just argue and stuff and be funny about yeah. it. But now we actually sort of over the last few weeks, we kind of collated these beers and they just kind of worked out. Um, so basically, I'm today terrified. Gonna, yeah, you should be. Did you take your lactate? You're gonna need it. <laughs> Several pills. <laughs> Several and that's just, why we have cheese here too. Just, just, to, just, to, just in case we need really a bit more lactose. We should have some heavy cream. We have our uh, our milkshake straws. It's lovely. in our gorgeous crystal uh, beer glasses. So I mean, like you know, we're, we have everything we need. Um, so let's just run down what we're gonna be drinking uh, today, whilst we, I guess. Uh, heartily argue and debate yes. over the virtues and otherwise of these uh, beers. So the first one uh, was something you actually pointed out to me. This is Tapir, uh, a milkshake IPA with cherries from Lagabier, brewed especially for Peluso. Yeah. That I found out they because got the exclusive. The exclusive. They yeah. actually paid for the batch. That's what someone. Okay, so it's the, it's Peluso's beer essentially. Uh, yeah. Essentially, and they've done it with a few other breweries as well. Yeah, they did one with the Pit Caribou too recently. That was what it was. Uh, second one is the Vruden Mango Milkshake IPA. And to be fair, you haven't had any of these, correct? Or you have I had, had this. the collective arts, and you've one. had the, uh, this. Next yes, one. Okay. that's right. I've had everything except the last one, so it's going to be good to like come run them all because they're all very different beers. Yeah, and which just, is a good thing for doing. Uh, something it'd be like boring this. if they're all the same, yeah. right? And plus, you get palate fatigue quick time. Exactly. Tell us about this one. So that's from uh, that's uh, Los Tabac uh, Tabernacos from uh, Brasserie du Canada, which I'm sporting a lovely T-shirt representing. I love they it. They gave me this T-shirt yesterday, along with that can and their uh, latest uh, New England Hyper 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 Four five. Oh, five. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, so that was very kind of them. Appreciate that. They're out of control. This guy. 
Collective Arts Liquid Fest, Liquid Art Fest IPA. This was the beer specifically made for the festival. Yeah. Um, I've had is, that one. You have this one you have had, and that one. Okay, so this is a, a highly debated one online. People either really love it yeah, or Yeah, I saw some serious anger towards it on I one think, of your posts. Yes, he's a, I, he's a friend. He's a good guy. Um, mm. Said he he hates this beer, and I like he justified why he hates it. So yeah. and he says it, and he acts collective arts, and I think it's completely reasonable why he doesn't like it. I think it falls into care. that category of <clears throat> um, potentially too much juice and not enough beer. That's exactly what. Um, and so I don't think it had anything to do with the fact that it was a milkshake IPA. It was more the juice thing. I've heard people say that about. Um, Lager beers, fruited ones oh, too. Yeah. Because, like, I remember the passion fruit one, which I quite like. I love it. But at the same time, I get it because it's like you know New England IPAs and, and and the way that some beers go with these extremes and adjuncts, they can transform the beer into something that almost doesn't taste like beer. But this almost yeah. brings it to a new level where, like, if you served it to somebody who wasn't a beer geek, they probably wouldn't even realize they were no. drinking beer. So, like, when you get to that point, I guess it you know be a criticism. Much can be valid in that sense yeah I, I don't know I, I don't necessarily agree with that but yeah. I mean we'll, we'll, we'll talk about yeah, it and exactly. th- this is actually the caveat for the all, all the uh, what's the word why are we doing this it's the, the whole reason why the holy grail of, of, of Canadian milkshake IPAs absolutely uh, Bellwood their latest milkshake the Neapolitan one which is probably the most uh, interesting one to date arguably yeah or, or, or you know the probably the league. one that's jumping the biggest shark Hey! Wow, the puns yeah. are beginning. Um, so I know this. This was why uh, you know this was just something we were supposed to drink together. And then we're like, then here we are. With this. What's crazy about that beer is like I I have friends in and around Toronto. I have a good friend Derek that will go to Bellwoods often, bring me back stuff. So I've had almost everything that they've done that was rare. Maybe not lately because they're pumping out just an obscene amount of barrel so much, craziness yeah. and whatever. <clears throat> it's a lot. But um, I've never had a milk shark, so this will be my first Ever. milk shark. It's because, an interesting one to start with. Which is crazy because they, 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 they release all these amazing beers with low bottle counts, but you can generally get your hands on it. But these milkshake IPAs, milkshake IPAs, you can't even get. <laughs> it's like lined up. They could, they could up be like this. bringing in Lambic or something mm. and they would probably get a bottle of milkshake IPAs. Yeah. Impossible. And I have to send people madness. or I happen to be there for it. And it was a line and I was on time. No, maybe five minutes after they opened and the line was like sort of moving and apparently in Ossington it was down the street. Every time. For lactose. For lactose, bro. I'm telling you. Hashtag team lactose yeah. all day. And this one, this was like a, what is that? Some semen there. This is a late addition to the uh, squad. Huge shouts to Stephanie and Max out in uh, Michigan. Um, this is from Batch Brewing Co. in Detroit. This is their first ever can beer. Um, it's rainbow colors. Oh, they don't blended. can anything. They don't can anything. So they decided to go with the milkshake IPA as their first can? And yeah. it's not even, it's a one-off for the can. Wow. Like it's not even it's one of their wrong other ones. With them. I know, right? Um... <laughs> Nothing, maybe. <laughs> and interesting, you said this is like um, a mango, mango and passion fruit, and it's a double one. So we're going to finish on this one because it's eight point nine percent. So hopefully, it's not too warm. Mango and passion it. fruit. Yeah, which is interesting. So, so does this have mango in it too? Do we have yes. three mango beers? Three mango beers. This is cherry. cherry. It's chocolate, strawberry, vanilla, and, and then nothing. Vanilla, right? Oh, or no, there might be fruit in this too. And we're talking about the Lost Tabernacles. Yes, yes. For those, I keep forgetting that not everyone watches the video. <laughs> yeah. And I've been listening to a lot of your podcasts, so I'm trying to keep that. Trying to mind keep that, yeah. Because sometimes that happens. I like that. Uh, I'm going to insist that all of these beers uh, um, I drank with a straw today. Um, um, should I put these in the cooler? That's what maybe. Oh, because it's got the other camera on now. 
Maybe for now we're not, but we'll put it in in a little bit though. Okay. Yep. And we can just keep him uh, keep him going. Look at that head on that. I, that was an axe. I poured it like I know how to pour beer. I don't know why I did that. So oh, you haven't. Oh, no, look, it's doing it to me too. This shit is like the straw. It almost spicy. Looks like look at this. It's like I know, right? You did it on purpose, right? To to make it to make it. I, I wanted you yeah. to have the experience. I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> All good. It'll come in there. So, let's um, just before we mm -hmm. did you drink it with the straw? I'm gonna drink it with the straw. I'm gonna drink it with the straw. Yeah. Did you do it? No, not yet. Let's do it. Drink I haven't cheers yet, right? Get I'm yet. in trouble. Exactly. Cheers. Get, Get in, in. Yeah. All right. Do the straw. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's a weird experience. I'm gonna keep doing it. It's like I've forgotten how to drink out of a straw. It's like going <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, how do you do this? I'm not a straw expert. So this is, this is an interesting one. So just before we even like break down this beer, okay. let's talk this like you were telling me earlier. You yeah, we're going to go through some of the history of where the milkshake IPA originated. Yeah, from. and so if if anyone cr uh, wants, correct me because I read a one short article. <laughs> I'm not a, so a, Noah a, is the expert, basically. Yes. Now. you are the milkshake I, IPA expert. I went to Brewing College and studied <laughs> lactose in IPA specifically. No, um, so I, it seems that it originates with tired hands. They weren't the first. Where are they from? Um, is, it, is it Virginia or something? I don't even remember. You know what? You keep talking. They're northeast, northeast though. Aren't yeah, they're northeast. Yeah, they're up yeah. this way. Um, so they're not the first people to put lactose in an IPA. Um, was it Omnipolo or something? No, the first milkshake IPA they did with Omnipolo. Um, uh, but it was. Um, God, I can't remember the name. They do uh, Dark Lord. Oh, um, Three Floyds. Three Floyds did it once, apparently like five or six years before. Okay. Um, but it, it didn't really take off. I think it was like well enough received, but it wasn't. Like, it didn't become a thing. Whereas right, in, when right. Tired Ends did it, it just became a thing. And apparently. So they were they've been they were brewing like the New England style for a while, hazy IPAs like they're one of the first from what I understand, uh, and one of the guys from Beer Advocate, one of the brothers there, mm -hmm. went and gave like basically trashed their one of their their New England style pale ales okay. and called it a milkshake IPA, and apparently I didn't know this but at the time like when the New England thing you know the the real hazy sludgy stuff was coming out people would use it as like a negative term like all these damn milkshake beers all this garbage milkshake beers so it was almost the creation of milkshake ipa was almost a response to like that criticism yeah uh specifically from the guy from beer advocate That's so crazy. the brewmaster at satired hands basically um was like okay fine you want to call it a milkshake ipa and so he brewed this i don't know if if, if he necessarily brewed it as a result of um, the criticism, but he definitely named it as a result of the criticism, apparently. So he created a beer that had lactose, vanilla, I think apple pure, uh, apple puree, or apple pectin, apple pectin, or something like so that. So it could be, I think, I think it's a derivative of the puree. Yeah, so he could have actually just chucked the puree in there. He might have done both to kind of create this IPA that's as thick as I can only imagine. Right. Um, and then that's kind of how it was born, and then it, it's over the last couple of years, I guess, it started to become a thing. Like a whole thing. So lactose had been used in beer, though. Oh, yeah, and then, you know, I, I, I read, read a little bit about the history of lactose in beer to begin with, and I don't know 100%, I don't remember all of it, but, but it, I think it was popularized as a result of pregnant women, actually. So I don't know if you've ever heard that, Not you know, like there was this idea that Guinness or stouts in general were good for women when they're pregnant. Right. I've heard of that in like countries like Jamaica and Jamaica stuff specifically. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, at one point, I don't know if someone started doing it to market to pregnant women by putting lactose in stouts, or if someone put lactose in stouts and then they realized, hey, we can market this as some yeah. a health benefit for pregnant women. So right. the idea was that stouts were literally <clears throat> good for women that were pregnant because some kind of whatever was in them or something like right. that. Um, so that was interesting. But then for for I, the better part of how, whenever that was, for decades, I don't know, a century or however long it was, um, it's pretty much only exclusively been used in stouts. Okay. I, I think it, until recently, I never heard it being used in, in any other else. beer styles. Yeah. But I mean, until recently, there weren't that, that many, many beer, beer styles. I mean, or at least like they were, there were, and then they went away and now they're back. But... So, yeah, and uh, you're a big fan of, of lactose in almost anything, it seems. Yes. Um, whereas in, I, I can, I, I don't mind it in big stouts, but I've never really been a milk stout fan, um, largely because I like my beers dry and not mm -hmm. sweet. Fair. I find this milkshake craze odd. Uh, I don't, I don't, it the is thing odd. is, I don't love the, I, the problem is I just don't, I don't think I like to taste lactose. It's not the idea hmm. that I'm against. It's hmm. like... I take I take a sip of the beer and I'm like, oh okay, I dig this component or I dig that component or like maybe it's not great because of this or that, and then I get this <clears> like, it's almost like a chalky, powdered sugar that's kind of become stale. Yeah, you said taste. stale icing sugar. I, that, yeah, that, that's that what I get like sometimes. Okay, and and I think I was talking to a friend recently and he was he was saying it's like it seems to be with lactose it's like, it works it works it works it works and then it fails like it's right. like, you you can. You can kind of just put just enough that it gives that body a little bit of sweetness. You balance it with something else, but then right when it gets too much, then it just it's just too too. Much. It's over the top. Yeah. Um, well, that's a great point. So let, let's let's like dissect this bad boy. So this is the cherry uh, one from Lagerbier. Um, this is the least uh, opaque yeah. um, milkshake IPA potentially I've ever had, personally. Can you smell it's, lactose? Because I don't even think I know what the lactose tastes like, if I'm going to be honest with you. I taste it in here, but it's not abrasive. It it kind of tastes like candy to me. This beer? Or no, beer? lactose in general. It gives it this, like, candy finish. Huh. Um, that's the only thing. I, and I think that's why I think the icing sugar thing, like, candy that's been sitting around a lot, like, as a kid, eating it, um, hmm. that, that's the flavor I that's get from that. lactose. So for me, it's not even necessarily the sweetness, because that's part of why the reason why I don't love lactose but it's also that particular flavor because right. as you know i love barley wines i love imperial stouts not to say that they're always sweet but i even well, love I, lo I mean i love pretty much every beer style like done right or whatever right um i'm big into quads i mean less so these days but like a lot of people are done with all those beer styles but i'm still into them so i'm not adverse to sweetness it's just there's something about lactose and when it's not used particularly well that I don't love. Hmm. Okay. So what do you? Uh, well, do I, well, like well I mean, beer, like, like uh, in this beer, this to me, it has the creamy body, which is almost like I always refer That's to nice. as like the crystal Pepsi effect. Right. Where like, and if you ever had the Bose Tom Green milk stout, the blonde one, right? I haven't had it, but I, 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 I've You've had, had white stout? stout or blonde stout. Sorry, yeah. So you know the point, right? Like, it, it, you close your eyes, and everything about it is a brown, chocolatey stout. And then you open, and you're like, "What the fuck is this?" I guess for me though, I haven't. Maybe I haven't had one that that was that 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 actually gave me that. To me, they I, I haven't disliked them, but I find they just taste like blonde beers with coffee in them. 
Fair. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Because you don't you don't get that 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 roastiness. It's more of like coffee infused lighter beers. Hmm. But I haven't had okay. that many. I'd like to see what you think two. of that one. Because to be yeah. honest, I think that was the first one I've ever had. And I don't. I, I did a video on it. I don't think I remember closing my eyes it and doing it. Became, but it didn't become a big thing here. Only a few breweries in Quebec have done it. And yeah. Even in Ontario, I haven't seen a bunch. That was one of the only ones. I think it's probably bigger in the states. Milkshake IPAs definitely blew up more than blonde you know, stats. That's for sure. Yeah, a little bit more. A little bit more. Which I think has to do but, with the hops. Oh, for sure. Well, I mean, like, so this this is like. I, I would have liked a bit more body. Like, it's still creamy enough. It's mm-hmm. not tripping me out that it has this, this level. I would have liked a little more body in this one. And maybe a little bit more, like... More everything. Yeah, like, I feel like the it's cher- a little dialed I, back. More too cherry. much cherry can be a problem sometimes, but there's there's some hops here, but it's not yeah. it's not intense. The cherry is pretty subtle. Um, I, I definitely right. taste, like, the lactose. Yeah. There's um, a, I, I'm, now you said the powdered sugar, the powdering acid sugar... I can really, like, I'm looking for that. And there's, like, a yeah. stickiness in the mouthfeel that I'm not always a huge fan of either. Is that with everything or this one specifically? Oh, with, with milkshake IPAs. I find I get it uh, the less in ones like Los Tabernacos. Right. Um, because I feel like that beer, when I, I had it mm-hmm. once, so we'll see again. But that beer was very much like a crazy bright New England IPA that had a little bit of vanilla and lactose in it. Right. And that's, that's the way I tend to like them the most. Okay, I get that. But, um, but again, I, I you've had way more fire milkshakes than I have. I've been only drinking the ones that they brew in Quebec, and we're new to it, and we've like we're not always on top of the hop game in the same way as the Americans yeah. and stuff like that. So it's possible I haven't had like the, the quintessential. Well, I've definitely not had the quintessential milkshake IPA, like, like tired hands, from I mean, tired hands, I or but aren't there? Other ones you've had, like Vermont stuff, maybe? Uh, do you know the funny thing? I don't think many Vermont uh, breweries yeah, do milkshake so. IPAs. All the ones I've had are all Trillium Treehouse and then a bunch of the Massachusetts, like Lamplighter and uh, Night Shift and blah, blah, blah. Trillium's um, starting to do lactose stuff, too. I haven't, I haven't seen any. Recently, I really think yet. they're starting. Right. Um, I would definitely would like to get my hands on some. I've had a bunch from Vancouver. Um, Twin Sail. Oh, dude, I've never had Twin Sails ones. What have my boys sent me? Really? I've definitely had some, uh, yeah, I don't know why I never got the twin sales. It just didn't work out. I wasn't doing a trade when they dropped it. And they're dropping them all lately and I'm not trading right now. So. When I say milkshake IBA, I guess I'm kind of also counting any kind of lactose ale that has lactose in oh, it. Oh, word, okay. Or any hoppy beer that has lactose in it. Because, I mean, isn't, isn't the only oh, thing that makes a milkshake IPA, milkshake IPA, basically lactose and vanilla? Yes, okay, so that's a really good point. I did a trade with a dude here the other day, and I got some beers from a brewery called Garrison City in New Hampshire. Okay. Haven't heard of them. Gave me three beers. Uh, one of them was a lactose. and IP- no, It was IPA with lactose and kiwi and hibiscus. That's interesting. Right? And it wasn't a milkshake IPA. It was an IPA with lactose. But in all, for all intents, but it didn't have vanilla, I don't think. I so think I, it's, I think I what think I'm seeing, um, I, the only reason I said that it has to be a vanilla and lactose is because every time I see a milkshake IPA that has vanilla and lactose, they call it a milkshake IPA. Yes. Any other time you see like a hoppy beer that has lactose, it just says a New England IPA with lactose and strawberries. They don't name right. it that. So... I think it's kind of silly. It's like, why does the vanilla have to make it the milkshake? Like, why not? Why don't we say any 
hoppy beer with lactose should be a milkshake IPA. I don't know. Or get even more specific, and it's got to have pectin, and it's got to have this, and it's got to like have a specific bunch of rules. Mm. Because otherwise, you're just like, okay, I have to what read is this that? whole thing. Oh, it's a IPA with strawberries and lactose and coconut nibs, but because there's no vanilla, we're not like calling it a milkshake IPA. I mean, like, I feel like that's. I was talking to someone about this uh, the other day, but about like the the, the boxing in of styles mm-hmm. and labeling. Um, I like that there is that freedom that you can call it because some people don't like that. I think it's kind of cool. You can call it anything. Right. Like we can, the one I was saying with the lactose and the kiwi and stuff, it's like, well, for all in, it's, it's pretty much a lactose. I mean, I'm sorry, milkshake IPA, right? Exactly. For all intents and purposes, if you put it in this lineup and you didn't know, you'd be like, you just think it was. Or even um, it could you just call it a milkshake pale ale or a milkshake hoppy ale. But I, like, I think throwing lactose into something... Um, hoppy, you, you should call it a milkshake something. But right. That's just me. I, I think that's a... I'm with it. I'm, I'm not it. against that. Um, we we'll got the next one. Babe, is it possible if we could put these other beers just in the cooler just so they don't get messed up? Yeah. I know it's kind of annoying and I'm going to have to keep interrupting. Oh, the cooler Noah brings the party. Yeah. It is. <laughs> so we did a video the other day. Um, if anyone didn't uh, see it. Um, and we were talking about... Um, uh, bringing craft beer to parties and then people taking the beer out of the fridge and stuff and like right. when they think it's a BYOB I don't think it's still him and someone was saying um, well, Noah and I were talking about it and Noah was telling me about bringing the cooler yeah and so ever since then I was like hey it's a good idea I've got a, a shitty like bag it's like a cooler bag but it says it's like a thank you it's like a Heineken branded bag so it's a little embarrassing uh, as a craft beer nerd to be bringing around this Heineken bag you okay with not rinsing? nah it's fine some people don't like that we don't rinse, um, and I've been trying to rinse a little more. Um, so you know what, let's, again. let's not take beer so seriously, right? You know what? I agree. Everyone needs to uh, back the truck up. Like when I'm when I'm writing about beer, not that I really have back-to-back beers when I'm writing, but I probably would, right? But because you also you're luxury, like really big beers, though. Well, and, and not only that, I have the luxury of being near a sink. I'm not. I'm not in front of a camera. Right? Oh, that's like, true. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't. I think the reason why you don't rinse isn't because you don't believe in it. It's because like, what are we going to run off camera every time? It's just like well, it's too much. That was exactly it. So I, I kind of took it to heart a bit, to be honest. And now, if I'm doing a review at home, I'll have as many glasses. If, if I'm doing it solo, if I got five beers, I'll have five glasses. I did one last night, and I showed up with five glasses. I was like, all right, well. We should tr- always start with the straw. I actually, I was thinking that too. Okay, cheers. so this, cheers. Uh, Rudin Mango Milkshake IPA. Rudin Mango Milkshake That is looking IPA. like murky. Yeah, it almost looks oxidized, but we'll see. It does, doesn't it? Oh, it's not that old. It's it's almost six weeks or five weeks, but that's not crazy for a milkshake IPA with fruit mm. in it. Um, what is in this? I don't know if there's oxidized. Vanilla. I don't think there's any lactose. But they call it a milkshake. Hops, Did you lie mango, to me? Hops, mango, vanilla. Okay, vanilla. There you go. Oh, there's no lactose? No, yeah. there has to be. It kind of tastes like there is. Well, maybe they're just smart and they're like, we're not going to put that in there. <laughs> we're not going to put that trash wow. in our beer. I'm genuinely offended. What do you think, babe? What do you think? It's okay. Mm. Noah, Noah Forrest, what do you think? I don't really like it. I'm sorry. I'm not that huge on this one. I don't know what happened. Yo, I, I've had it this before and I liked it. Um, five and a half weeks old. The depth could have been keeping it on a warm Yo, I got shelf. this. I'm going to be real. I got it from Palooza. Oh, right. Like, yeah, take like last week. And I, I bought my first one from there as well. 
This definitely, to be honest, I can't. I have to look at the photo. I don't remember if this is what it looks like. It definitely has that like oxidized look. It also tastes like as lactose in it. Hundred percent. To me, drinking from straws is fun. Yeah, um, big time. I, I think I preferred the previous one. This mm. one. See, like, ma- I'm not getting much of the mango. I'm not getting. I, I it's feel also like tough with these beers. They can fall off or something can go wrong. And you've looked at, I'm not saying that. Like, Fruden's. I should have looked at the date. That was my fault. Talented brewery. Yeah, They're Fruden brewing great. insanely good German style beers. Like, yeah. their Pilsner. Oh, yeah. I wrote an yeah. article on them. They sent me a, a box and I, everything that I had, I was in love with. Mm. It was also just like such a nice change to everything else, right? Like, these, right. these like people aren't interested in. Or, sorry, not every. A lot of people aren't interested in German styles, right? Everyone wants IPAs. Everyone wants the crazy shit. Um, there's something about an amazing Pilsner or a Hell's Lager or something like that. Um, and they, they kill it better right. than anyone in this province. But it, but I also found it interesting that, like, you have this brewery who's, who's nailing these very traditional styles. And instead of getting their feet wet with, like... Try a stout, or we'll do uh, an American IPA. I think they did, might have been done an American IPA, but it's like let's jump into mango milkshake IPA. It's like <laughs> it's, it's like a little strange. Well, it just seems like a, a like a, a too much of a left, a left turn, turn yeah. big time. Yeah, like it's not like uh, Bellwoods where it was like a a transition or a lager beer. It only makes sense. I'm almost surprised that this is the first milkshake they've done. Yeah, given they've done all these insane like fruited IPAs and stuff like that's a they kind of borderline. They were more. They were in my mind, and based on what we were saying before, those other lager beer joints are much more along the milkshake style. Oh, for with sure. The heavy fruit. It's just with the lactose and the vanilla. Yeah, that's all they really need to add. Yeah. So for- that's that's kind of a thing. If there's any brewers or anyone watching or listening that has an opinion on that, I'd love to hear that. I'd love to hear if you guys would agree with the fact that if it's like if the if there's a key ingredient that makes it a milkshake IPA or key ingredients like potentially like you said vanilla maybe the pectin or the apple pectin or something yeah that's and the I, body because I feel like the body is key I and feel the, like no one here don't really doing have the body. that and we'll see when we hit the uh, that's why I'm really curious about milk shark because I f- I don't feel like I've had a for lack of a better term like a proper milkshake IPA when I'm reading about like how thick and sludgy these things are supposed to be yep um, yeah, all good. the ones I've had, like, might have I might not have liked them because they had a little bit too much lactose or whatever. But I've ne- I don't feel like I've ever had one where it's like it's as thick as it seems like they're, they're supposed, supposed to, to actually be. be. And I, I heard that yeah. like the milk sharks were pretty like they tick. Oh yeah, they fuck around. Like I think with Luke from Bellwoods, he is like the dude doesn't stop he has like the life of life it's unbelievable like and he just brings his kids around they just i don't know where they are now they were somewhere cool like they were just in denmark and now they were yes. like i think portland oregon they're up in oregon and they were at holy mountain in seattle and stuff like he's like he goes to the most fire breweries in the world collaborating hanging out with them the kids are all dressed up in like other half hats and shit and he'd be taking cues from some of the best brewers in in the world because he goes to europe a bunch as well and messes with those the, the belgians and stuff so I think that the reason why the Bellwoods are so fire and they have the, 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 the passion of following that they do um, alongside, uh, I guess, the quality of their beers. Are we going straight to, are you skipping this one? Oh, just oh, going some cheese. All right, I like this. I'm not, I'm, uh, I like it. Lactose with the lactose. Hashtag team lactose. Yeah. I'm a big cheese fan. 
in general. Can you tell me you like lactose, though? Tell me. I like lactose and cheese. Hmm. And then perhaps other products as well. Not just not so much in my IPAs. Hmm. But today may change that. It might, and I feel like you're you're man enough to uh, admit it if you go there. Oh yeah, for sure. Although on the group chat, don't admit it. No. Even if you admit it here, don't. It's way funnier if we just keep getting aggressive. <laughs> <and admit it. laughs> We're just joking before. Like I was with Chris from Hubs and Bros. Shouts, Chris, the other day. Um, he's in Italy right now, and so, we did, I actually gave him the Neapolitan milk shark, and he. We were just laughing about it in person, and then you and I, I haven't seen you for a little bit, so we were like laughing, and then in the group chat, we're all like, <laughs> really not, not aggressive, mean. like, just being a bit meaner because it's funny, <laughs> but it's just so funny that we're internet trolls to each other, and then real life, hey, what's up, man? <laughs> well, it, it's, uh, it, it's, it's it, also it's like, I feel like it's kind of almost at par with what happened maybe five, four, five, six years ago with extreme beers in general. Yeah. Like, even in, in Boston, though, they have Extreme Beer Fest, where, like, oh, yeah. everyone was so it's tired of, of lagers and whatever, and obviously that's, like, created the IPA scene that it, that, that is today, and, like, all, you know, beer coming back in general is is almost a response to bland, corn-filled macro lagers, right? Like, let's go as far away from that as possible. Yeah. But then things got out of control, where it's, like, the thing to do would brew, would be to brew... 18, 19% imperial stouts or 25% imperial stouts or just, and it's just, just madness, right? And then eventually, madness. and you're, you'll probably disagree with me with, with what we'll I'm going to say next, but um, eventually people just got tired of it. And it's just like, no, we don't need, you know, a 17% imperial stout. 12 is enough or whatever. Like things kind of scaled back. And I feel like that's what's going to happen with these milkshake IPAs. Like I don't, Personally, I don't think it's going to last. I mean, maybe using lactose in IPAs will remain, but I feel like it's going to maybe stay a bit more niche and not necessarily um, keep going. Because now it's like maple, buttercup, pancakes, IPA, right? Ooh, yeah. And, and like, I get that it's fun, and I like the fun side of it, but yeah. at the same time, it can get a little eye-rolling, you know what I mean? Like, do we need to keep doing that? Is it is it necessary? Like, I don't know. But I'm also torn because I, I like the innovation, I like the idea, yeah. I like the idea, and I hate I hate haters, but then I catch myself doing a little hating. I, I don't know if I feel it's hating, I think you're just more of a traditional beer drinker, because you've been doing it at a heavier so. level. Like, you've been I mean, doing... I, I, don't, I don't like saying that either, because it's like... Not heavy is not the right word, but you're like a more like... You, like you go and look at your cellar the amount of the type of beers like like I like more things than you thought I'd do to be honest and I actually agree with everything you said with the exception that it's going to last this I think, is growing on me a bit yeah I was actually going to say it's actually getting better I still think it's not as I actually quite enjoyed it the first time so I don't think this is uh, it's, it's not as fresh as it could be mm-hmm. and maybe like I think sometimes milkshake IPAs you can probably sit they can, a they drop longer, quick eh? or sometimes they drop like, all the fruited ones <laughs> Oh, really? Bellwoods too. Two weeks, three weeks. Don't so, we're we're getting this at a good time. Any late, so I was like, we have to do this like soon. I'm glad you um, came out to my humble abode in the uh, the island. Listen, can you hear that, guys? You actually can. It's the chirping of the birds, and, and you can hear my summer. pool motor Listen. going. Mm. <laughs> we should be drinking this. We should be doing this topless in the pool, just with Definitely straws from the sure. bottle. Um, what were you saying? You made some good points. So I want to. Uh, you like that idea? Yeah, great idea. Uh, the Tiffany, just to prove that. For the next one, for the maybe the IGTV. Mm, Ooh, it's not a bad. Yeah, we're doing IGTV yeah, beer. 
and yeah. we can just put two straws in one bottle. Come in too. Yeah, yeah I'm down go. for that. Um, so to, to go into what you're saying, mm-hmm. I agree 100% that everything went way too far. It was like the hop explosion where the palate wrecking, everyone's like, punch me in the face with hops, and then like the million percent stouts and all this crazy shit, and then it came back down. And then the with the in that realm, right? Then there's these new styles that came back, roller coaster, right? Right. With the milkshakes and lactose and New England, and everything's hazy. And then maybe even you could probably throw in that um, like dry hopped pilsners and lagers and stuff. Like right. everything is just a, a slight variations on, on different things that are to making it interesting and I do see it coming back down again I don't see it going away but I think it, no I don't I think see it's, it relaxing I think a lot of like a lot of people who have similar points of view as me like to say like it's just a trend it's gonna go away I don't I, I don't think it's gonna go away I think it's gonna find itself It'll a just place a nice niche. but it's not gonna be we're not going to see every brewery releasing a milkshake IPA like no. they are now in a couple of years. No. Whereas in, I think, New England IPAs aren't going anywhere yep. ever. I Maybe it'll that. stop becoming the one and the only lineup thing. Yeah. yeah. But they're not going anywhere. They're just too damn good. No, they're fantastic. Exactly. Um, but there's a, there's a nice balance. And I think that's like kind of like almost anything in any industry in the world. Like there's a balance of... Uh, where it needs to be and with milkshakes and with all these like hyped up trendy styles that they went too far yep. like it got way too hyped and everything got kind of like just over the top like why do you have to line up to get a lactose beer it's stupid but eventually it'll come back down but I, I, I can see these like they have a place and they're interesting and I don't know I'm, I feel like it's really funny I'm a rap dude so mm-hmm. I'm an old school 90s like hip hop purist for the most part like I grew up with Nas and Jay and whatever whatever so all these new kids and the mumble rap and blah 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 right. only a couple of years ago I was like that grumpy old man like oh man fuck with these kids and their red hair and like it's all trash and they're right. not saying anything I still believe they're not saying anything but I'm starting to warm up to it and then I'm the complete opposite in beer because I only got into it in 2011 and it took me a while like you started writing in 2011 I was doing my shitty reviews this podcast then, is 2015 though, I didn't start that much before that but I, I get but what you get what I'm saying at, yeah. as in like even those few years difference like I kind of count myself from being like a bit of a beer nerd I would say since 2011 since around the start it took me like six months to really get into it right. then I started getting passionate and not snobby but just wanting to try new things so that that sort of like because I did the 365 thing days of beer and trying to document as many beers as possible, I think that's more instilled a sense of like, for lack of a better word, it's a little corny, but like adventure. I just want to try yeah. the newest, funnest stuff at all times. So if there's a weird fruit with lactose in a beer, I'm here for it. If there's a blueberry pancake beer, I'm here for it. Like I'm not offended by anything mm-hmm. and I don't understand or I don't sort of relate to the eye rolling right. because I don't give a fuck. It's fun. At the same token... I think I was told, and we did a podcast yesterday with Lasso Casal, and Jean Philippe reckons that I'm at the sort of the full end of my coming three, you know, full circle, in that I'm craving well-made pilsners and lagers and stuff now. I want the traditional simple styles. It doesn't mean I'm less interested in these necessarily, but, but more often than both. not, yeah. And usually I go to a brewery and I'd be like, all right, cool, fuck that off. Give me just where's your IPA, where's your sour, blah blah blah, where's your stout. But I and I wouldn't even look at their their pills. If it was a blonde, you can still get fucked. But if it's like a pills and a lager, Kolsch or something, I want to try it. And now I'm find myself like that's almost the first one I'm going to go to. Mm-hmm. So it's it's an interesting place where I'm at now because I still consider myself like one of those new guys. Um, and I think there's a lot of other people. You're also selling yourself a bit short. It was because sense? if you've been into it since 2011, like it's that's seven quite years, a seven long and a half years. Time. 
I mean, there are like so? at least if you look at maybe because most of the people to... that I interact with on social media and stuff, yeah, like, they're all it's pretty all newbies. The, like, yeah, everything's like the last couple of years. Even blogs and stuff, they all die. They're all kind of new. They do that. Like, you're like the only one who's stuck around. One of the me, only ones. Dick Epson, yeah, Dick Epson, maybe one or two more. Yeah. At least in Quebec, I can't think of that yeah. many. There's a few and writers who are doing stuff, <clears> but they haven't continued the blog. Yeah, I mean, like you have the all the all the the folks in Toronto, like. Ben and Robin and, and all that like they've been doing that but they're like really writing from but papers and yeah they've moved them. on like yeah. they don't blog that much no. anymore I don't think they um, blog period any of them Ben Ben has a blog I think but no one yeah they, they post maybe every couple of months something right but they but they've turned beer somewhat into a career I think they all like dabble in other things yeah I think Ben has a full time job but yeah and you have beer mostly as well yeah yeah so uh yeah, there's people there doing stuff, but like the bloggers aren't, like, and it's not like I feel like blogging mm. has become less important as time went on. And maybe, the, and that's not to, to discredit it because it's become the, the in, Instagrammers. But the bloggers are still like the to me the bloggers are the are the me's in the rap world. The bloggers are the like, the sort of like the o, huh, like the o, the OGs like the I didn't like the people huh. Mean. Oh, the mean girls. They're mean. Well, oh, they, mean period. Okay. Well, there's a lot of mean people uh, in in those old ones because they do get a little bit high and mighty. Just like I could, look, I, like, I don't want to stand up for these people because uh-huh. they've been mean to me. But like, I used to get a little bit high and mighty about hip hop because I, I right. suffered for that shit. Like that is my passion. It's like it means so much to me, and I think I can, if I'm going to be honest, I think mm-hmm. I can see these people feel the same way about beer. It means so much to them that these new kids. And to me, to them, I'm a new kid because I didn't know who I was until we did this podcast three and a right. half years ago, whatever. And we're coming in here doing it differently and like yeah. wearing our hats backwards and swearing and like drinking milkshake up. Like, who the fuck are we? Like, they hate that shit. So I can understand. I can, I can at least understand. I don't agree with it, but I can at least understand it. And they don't have a choice but to move with the time. Just right. like with music, I don't have a choice but to be like, well, I rap over trap beats now. It's okay. I like it. And I can listen to some of these kids, these these new rappers. I'm like, some of them are trash, but some of them, I'm like, I get it. I see why these kids, are, I like them. So it's like, mm-hmm. these guys need to grow the fuck up and mature a bit and just be like, this is where it's moving. Stop holding on to the past. Drink a fucking beer with lactose in it. Let's get to the next one. Yeah, and it almost comes down to, to like these microcultures too, right? Like, there are so many... Like, like, the beer world is just white men, right? Like, that's the thing. And and you're definitely a white man. Um, but I feel like you came in, you brought something a bit different. To the um, beer thing? Yeah, a little bit, I, anyway. I like, agree. I think we definitely and, and, and basically what you're saying, right? Like, you came in, and you're, like, this new guy on the block, and you're wearing your hat backwards, and you're using vernacular that people <laughs> in the beer world <laughs> aren't uh, super into, necessarily. But, like, so the, the instant thing that they want to do is just criticize it or not like it or whatever yeah um but you know we should be doing the opposite and be like oh this guy that's a bit different from me is into the same stuff i'm into like why not celebrate it instead of right criticizing it but i think we're all guilty of that to a certain degree but um i imagine it's like that in all kinds of geekdom do you know what i don't like like, there's a bunch of star wars nerds and there's this new guy who comes in with his hat backwards like he's just Busiest fucking dude right here. Talking right? about Boba Fett with like, like some slang. Episode five, like I think I know. No, episode. What were they called? I'm not a Star Wars person. Mm. Didn't it go like 
uh, four, five, four six. five, six, and then yeah. st- then one, two, three. So yeah. everyone's just sitting there representing episode one. They're like, fuck this guy. Oh, yeah. Where were you in yeah, 1977? Yeah. <laughs> you weren't there. Um, all right, Cheers. let's talk about the next one. We'll get this one in here. This is the uh, Brasserie du Bar Canada, Los Tabernacos. I like that. It smells very milkshake But I think what's also happening Woo! is the lactose so and the general sugars are like caking to the glass. So every time I stick my nose in there, it's the like getting sweeter and sweeter. Do we need to wash it out? No. Like, fuck it. Do you want to try this one, babe? It's a milkshake extravaganza out here, ladies and gentlemen. What do you reckon? Good. Yeah. Um, when I first had this, I believe I had it after the hyper because I thought, I think I had hyper number four. Hyper four was fire. Wasn't it? It was amazing. Yeah. And I thought that the milkshake would be a little more intense than hyper. So I think I had it after and it was not. Mm. So I remember being disappointed by this, but I didn't think it was a fair, uh, uh, what's the word? Whatever. A fair judgment on it because it was the bad timing. But Raspberry Dubai Canada, honestly, makes some of the best fucking beers in Quebec. It is They are out of control. Yeah, I mean, personally, um, I think they are brewing some of the best New England stuff I've had. Yeah. But I haven't had a ton by them. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what do we but have? I we haven't had... had uh, we had hyper number two in the in the Crowler, wasn't it? I think that was four. That was four in the Crowler. I had four in the Crowler, and then I think I had four again Whatever you can. had in the fridge, I had that too. That's five, yeah. Oh, it's okay. the same label, but they just stick on um, oh. a, a four or a five. I'm guessing they're going to do Maybe six. Maybe I had two. Seven. I feel like I had two. How would I have had two? I saw you post something else recently. You had the smaller I had four of the... Yeah. You I might got, have had five already. Because I think they've done it more than once. Oh, okay. So maybe I did have five. Because I had four and we had the double IPA, which I liked the hyper four more than the double. I did, honestly, I didn't, think, I didn't like the double that much. No, it wasn't um, as great. But the, four, the one with the first Crowler, like, it was just... But to be honest, like, I, I, feel, I, I often have a... Maybe it's the nature of the way I, I blog and whatever, where, like, I, I sit down. I, I don't usually write about a beer if I've had beer before it. Sometimes, but it's usually several hours later. And why is that? Just um, for like fans? I, I, and, and, and this just could be a me thing because I find other people don't have this problem. And I don't know if I'd call it fa- palate fatigue, but may- maybe it's that. But if like, you're reviewing it, yeah. After I have a couple, I find the previous one really alters the way I taste the next one. Um, and, I, and I've kind of like proven this to myself in the sense that like I'll have, like if suppose I have this can here now with you and I'll think about it one way and then tomorrow or the next day I have it again like oh it's, it almost tastes like a different beer so I think I get thrown off by certain things and even food will do that to me yeah. too like whatever I'm eating um, I find like New England IPAs I don't like having them with meals I find it you know what I agree yeah whereas like in that. like uh, English or uh, even classic American West Coast styles are brilliant with food but I find New England stuff doesn't go well with food at all. I mean, I'm sure you I could find like a to... really good dish to do it specifically. Mm. But I find classic IPAs or anything malty in general, unless you're talking like barley wines, quads, and that stuff, because that's like a whole other spectrum. But anything kind of malty, I find goes brilliantly with food. Like mm. even like English bitters, that kind of stuff. Or especially like pilsners and lagers. And, oh man, literally so good with food. Whereas in this stuff, I find uh, it's, it's like, like, it's like I just want to have it on my own. Yeah, exactly. Um, the more I'm drinking this, honestly, I think I did this beer a disservice. This is fantastic. Could also be the batch. Yeah, no, it is good. It could also be the batch. Great point. Um, I don't know. These guys are pretty consistent, but I have seen them say, like, this is our best batch yet. Yeah. And I love when I see a brewery say that. 
Because um, at least this, they realize that there's variation. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's small oh, back stuff. Of course it's good. This feels like it's got the pectin in it because it's like this has the body mm. that the other two beers don't have. This feels like damn near chewy or some shit. But yeah, it does have the body, but it also just has the brightness that I like. Because mm. to me, this is kind of like what I was saying before. It tastes like a New England IPA it tastes like a New England with IPA. a little bit of lactose and a little bit of vanilla. Now, what do you... Sorry, to cut you off. Oh, Did, what, what, what's the lactose... Is it the, the icing sugar? Is that what I'm looking for? Because yeah. I don't even know what I'm tasting, to be honest, with the lactose. I just like To be it. honest, I don't either. I guess I've just always made that connection. And when I t- I'm like, okay, I taste that thing. But I also don't always get it. Like, for instance, I didn't realize that Four Origins oh, uh, caffeine had lactose I in it. I saw Brayden. Yeah, Brayden. Um, Shout out to Brayden. Yeah, it was funny. He's, he's I like his idea. We're going he called to me out on it. He did. He called you out good. I love gonna, that beer. Yeah. Well, actually, he doesn't know I love that beer because I haven't, I haven't <laughs> no. posted that article yet. Maybe I hate it. I'm changing my. Maybe article. hate it. Change it now. Do you know what I like? Lactose boo. I like it. There's a, a bunch. <laughs> it's done. It's done. I love it that the brewers. I know that. Um, is it? What's the gentleman's name from Bar Canada who comments as well? He knows about the um, team lactose. Is it Marc Andre or I think it's Marc Andre. Or is there another? D- I feel bad now because I was just talking to him yesterday. No, no, because there's a couple of dudes that like I think I talked to and I was coming. Which one? Yeah, there was another guy too that I haven't interacted with, with but like, he was commenting about the lactose and he knew that we were arguing about it Yeah, and uh, Brayden knew as well so Brayden was like yo you should like me I should open a, uh, a lactose only brewery and only brew, brew beers with lactose you should do like a Vegemite New England IPA because you use that as the yeast and I was like bro like let's do it yeah I'm do it Vegemite can you imagine no I, I've never tasted it you haven't had Vegemite no oh, fuck from me. what I understand it has like a it's like a salty, probably like almost like a little bit of a soya saucy kind of thing. Kind of thing, yep. sort of. Yeah. And you just need to uh, have it on hot toast with lots of butter and you do thin spread. Do you just like it? Because like, I love it. Okay, so I, I think, aren't there some people in Australia that can't stand it and then everyone else loves it? Or yeah, it? I think it's few and far between who don't like it. It's all about like whenever uh, people try it for the first time, they'll go and they'll get like a spoon. They're like, yeah, like peanut butter. I'm like, no, it burns. Like, it's like, it's you know that be, yeast burn you get from, yeah. a, like, one of these overly yeasty New Englands? Like, it's just, like, too much. It's like that shit, but it actually burns you in your mouth. It's terrible. So you have to have, like, just the right amount. I gotta try it. It's fine. Because I'm very awesome. open to trying everything and anything. And I can usually find something about something that I like. That you enjoy. Um, but it, I might be like, yeah, I kind of like this about it, but overall I wouldn't have it again. But Right. Except for lactose, fuck lactose. Except, but hashtag team lactose. <laughs> Shout out to Nate. This is uh, phenomenal. Yeah, I, I really fucking like this beer. Um, I think this might just be a better batch than the first one because I can't see like their other beer. Like I know the hype is a fan, like fucking phenomenal. I could see, but like, it, would, it, would it would it throw it off that much? Because like hype is probably that much more aromatic, that much more citrusy, that much um, more it's juicy, brighter, right? And yeah. so you then you move on to this, which I think it's scaled back down maybe a little. Because doesn't need and then you have be. the lactose and the, yeah. the vanilla, and you're like maybe all you taste is the lactose and the vanilla at that point. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's what can happen in the sense that if you uh, eat a chocolate bar and then you have a a can of Coke, you do not taste the sweetness of the Coke. You just taste oh. all the other garbage, right? And I feel yeah. like that's what happens a lot for me with beers, and that's what happens with food, too. Which, you know, when you do pairings and stuff, that's why I'm always weary of doing, like, a chocolate stout with a chocolate cake. Even though you'd think that these things would be amazing together, and they might be, I feel like it kind of throws my palate off because the mm. sugar in the cake removes any sugar in the beer and so then it just tastes uh, oh, weird hmm. that's a really good point or is an i i'm a per, and it could be individual palettes too i like contrasts of flavors i right. like really sweet things with really salty things and stuff like that um i didn't bust it out when i forgot because 
What I love to do is get a couple of cheeses and like one of those pepper jams. What's a pepper where, jam? It's like um, a jam oh. made of like um, red peppers or whatever. So it's like a sweet oh, and savory. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you put it on like a piece of bread, a little bit of the cheese, a little bit of the pepper jam. Yeah, and you get yeah, that yeah. like contrast. I, I'm a big contrast of flavors person. I'm a big mm. sweet, salty thing person. Right, right, right. Um, so I think that's the way I like pairing meals and beer too. Would would you? What would you pair, pair with uh, milkshake IPAs? Like, or does it come back to the conversation no we had idea. before, where it's like, it's not really something that um, is good for food. I don't know. I would think uh, that's why I bought the brie um, just I to give us that might work. Because I, I feel I, like I, it kind of does, to be honest. Yeah, no, I think so too. Um, it's fatty and nice enough. Fatty for, and rich and salty. Um, and I feel like that kind of goes with the sweetness. Yeah. This is, uh, yeah, man. I like this. I think the more I'm trying the different, I think this is this is one thing that maybe people didn't realize, like the, the differences between all of these. The milkshake. Be- and look, we're only halfway through, to mm. be honest, and we're 50 minutes. 50? 5-0. Oh, shit. We should, uh, no, well, no, no rush. I mean, there's like. Kids are we- watching a movie. Yeah. They go. Cool? Okay. Well, we, we're, you know, we have no rules. But, like, this particular one in comparison to the last two, just for the... Like, I'd like to know, does this one have the pectin in it to give it that body that the other guys didn't have? We should ask them. Yeah, we should. I guess if you talk to them, like, that would be good. Yeah, ask what he puts in it. Yeah, I'd like to see. Shout-outs. And then the next beer, when we go to the Collective Arts one, like, that's... That's a a whole other ballgame. That's a whole other situation. Because that one's just basically juice. Mm. Which will be a nice contrast, I guess. Well, it will, and then that'll lead into the the milk shark, and then we have the unknown one with uh, with the batch. So, like you, I think we're going to see the the bodies change. I'm glad that we did it in this order because it's going to see the bodies. And I guess the last one could be whatever because it's nearly nine percent. Yeah, I assume it's going to be a bit ballsy. But yeah, um, I'm not familiar with batch brewing, so we'll see. No, I'm excited for you. I'm excited for me too, to be honest. Are you ready? I just realized I haven't looked at the camera this entire time. I'm staring at it's your rude. beautiful eyes. <sighs> this might get cut out, though, anyway. No, nothing gets cut out. Well, maybe the, the video. Well, the video does. Probably. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe not. Maybe we'll do an hour-long video this time. Or an hour and a half-long video. <laughs> what do you think? No editing. You don't have to worry about it. <laughs> do you know what? If you guys want to see an hour and a half-long or whatever the whole length of the podcast, let us know. Because we do film the whole thing, but Tiff edits it. She spends yeah. hours doing it. So or work, I imagine. It's a shit ton of work. This whole thing is a shit ton of work. That's a whole other conversation. That just like your yep. way, it's a whole shit. Like it's it's so much work doing this stuff, and it's cool because we love it. And I'm grateful to be doing it. Um, we tried it at, at at first, and when we first started video, we actually had a friend who I'm trying to get on the podcast. He's a, a dude in Montreal who's a um, a marketer, and we were talking to him in Toronto. Funnily enough, in February 2016 at the NBA All Star Week, we were. He's a photographer. He's a photographer. Sorry, a mar- his brother's a marketer. And he was like, yo, like, film everything and put it online. And we were like, we just bought this camera. Yeah. So I was like, all right, okay. So we bought the 50mm lens. So if anyone knows anything about cameras, 50mm lenses that aren't doesn't have image stabilization and you're just holding that shit, like every little bump, it feels oh. it. So Tiff was filming handheld. We didn't have a tripod. At the time, and it looked like Blair Witch for, the whole, for 50 Blair minutes. Project. It was legit the Blair Witch Project. <laughs> <laughs> so people were giving a shit, but we weren't like serious then. We, we were just. Yeah. Think about holding a camera for like an for hour. For 50 yeah. minutes, she's holding that. So, 
By the I, end of it, you're yeah. just... It wasn't an hour and a half. It was like 50. Done. Like, we used yeah. to go 45, 50 minutes yeah, yeah. for the old one. We used to, I don't that's know why crazy. we thought that's how long a podcast should be. So we were doing that. And then we realized that wasn't right. And then when we, once we got the tripods and figured that out, I think when we, we brought it back down to 10 minutes because we thought people don't want to sit there for 50 minutes. And then people were like, oh, make it longer. I'm like, fuck, all right. So then we made... Now we're sitting between 20 and 30 is our general thing. Yeah. So if people want to see, like for example, uh, the podcast with Fred Tremblay and Steve Beauchene for um, about the Quebec independence or the Canadian independence yes. stuff, we put the full one hour long videos, the first one we've done in like two and a half years on... Um, by request. By because Fred was like, put that whole video on YouTube. Oh, we put okay. the short version on Facebook. And but the, the, whole the whole video is on YouTube. Oh, okay. on YouTube. I listened it? to it, but I didn't. I didn't know there was a, the entire video. The whole thing. I mean, it's more just because they were <laughs> because they take. He said they can use it as a resource for um, uh, essentially convincing the other provincial uh, breweries to to and, and the provincial. What do you call them? Like the associations. Yeah. To join in on the the cause for the national one because their conversation summed up their entire argument. I'm really so happy that you guys that. became this like. Resource almost. People have been using us as a platform, and I, I love it. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I'm sure part of you is like, like I say, part of you is like being used, but um, it's it's what you need, right? Like that's how makes us valuable. Yeah, exactly. And I'm. But it also means that they respect what you're doing, which until that happens, you don't always know, right? Well, I mean, the, the fact that, like, you know, the four Origins guys want to talk about they hit me up, like, yeah. shout to Michael. Michael wanted, and Keegan wanted to talk, so we talked. And then Fred hit me up, and then Steve was down. They both came from Ottawa and from Charlevoix. Charlevoix, three and a half hours. Uh-oh. Get her, bud. Yeah, you get know? a lot of those right here. See, is that a seaplane? Yeah, I think so. We got helicopters and those. And... We are in an island, aren't we? Um, but, yeah, the they came all the way. I love it. It's beautiful. Anyway, they came down. I just thought it was really cool because they're important people. Yeah. And they wanted to use this platform to spread this message. And I was, like, grateful that an idiot like me could just talk to them, ask the right questions, and, and get their, their message across. Next beer. Ready for collective arts? Well, let's collect it. Tiffany, are you ready? I love this beer, actually. Yeah. You said the other day, Tiffany isn't uh, participating in beer right now. Nice. And she was a little upset because she's, like, I really like this beer. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Did I get a little one-two B-roll there? You see that? See that B-roll? That's great. On that's the great move B-roll. B-roll. That's, that's right. So, so th- this beer, ha- we were we were talking about because there were some comments on one of your posts talking yes. about this beer, and there was a little bit of a hate going on. I mean, it was from one or two people, so it doesn't necessarily mean anything, yeah. but it brings up an interesting thing, because I heard it uh, also about some other beers, and so... Yeah. Same concept, with just like it's not even beer anymore. Yeah, exactly. So this is uh, a milkshake IPA with passion fruit, mango, mango. <laughs> and I had this one a few weeks ago. You got this from this is like an LCBO beer, right? Yep. And uh, it's pricey too. Oh, is it really? Uh, not from Quebec standards, but for LCBO standards, yeah. It's kind of pricey. Um, because they could split five bucks a can, but I mean, look how these much... Buck Canada's are like six ninety nine plus yeah. tax plus can deposit. It's like eight bucks. Yeah, Man, it's, it's not uh, not cheap, um, and, they're, and they're not the only ones. Um, oh yeah, there's a lot of ingredients in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, look at that. But yeah, anyway, so the, the hate surrounding this one had nothing to do with uh, the lactose hate that I like no. to spread. <laughs> but, 
Uh, more the fact that they were talking about <coughs> that it just simply tastes like juice and like at this point like where's where, the line? where's the where's beer? The beer? Yeah. Like where's the line between what what can be constitute what can constitute a beer and and, and what constitutes I guess something else? Like a, yeah, and Some, it doesn't bother me. Um, like it seems to bother other people um, because if it tastes good, it tastes good. I guess that's the way I I, I see it. Or is I guess I just don't I I sometimes don't think that lactose tastes good. <laughs> Well, clearly, and hence the argument. Hey, we didn't cheers! Not to everyone? Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Get it in have you. so much lovely mm. yellow head. I think this is the yellowest head Isn't it? I've ever seen on a beer. Oh, beard. my God. That's just like... I feel like this This is a little old. When was the festival? Like a month ago? It was. Yeah. What? It, it, like, it doesn't really matter because, to be honest, I think this is an enjoyable beer, but I get I get the... The, the hate a little bit because like yeah. once the hops are gone once like all you taste is juice it, like it yeah. pretty much literally tastes like a sugarless fruit, uh, fruit puree which is actually delicious yeah because I find juice too sweet but this is all fermented away <clears> so <throat> you're left with that like Tart, I guess. It's definitely tart. Not sour, um, but just crazy fruity. So it's yeah. really quite delicious. But at the same time, like it, it does not taste very much like beer. Not at all. Are you getting the burning? It's like some sort of burning thing. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I had that initially. I got it last time I tried it. Yeah. It could be a combination of like, like that's a yeast. Like the hot burn hop. from the New England stuff and uh, and the fruit fruit puree. Yeah. It's like lupulin powder or just like crazy dry hop after dry hop, I feel like, will create that burn. Like you get that in like the mosaic, uh, the Twelve Miscatile one. Yeah. I find you even get it in like the good stuff, like Tree of Trillium a bit and stuff yep. like that crazy burn. Some, some, I've had some stuff where it was so, to the point where it was like damn near just like yeast sludge, the whole beer. Like I could barely drink it. I don't want to call them out. Um, but it was like intense like yeah. just too much so I don't know where that comes from if, if it's just like over I think it's the hops you think it's the hops mostly because yeah. I, I, I don't know why I put it down to yeast I don't know why Cause I it, don't think yeast gives any acidity gives any, no? no I like think that, it's hops I guess because it is acidity you know because it hits your esophagus and stuff <clears throat> yeah, so I mean like can you taste the mango and the passion fruit in this passion fruit too though is quite very acidic, acidic. Oh, so yeah. that's probably part of it too I feel like there's a mango juice consistency with the passion fruit in there. I feel like the vanilla isn't like... Um, uh, you can barely get the vanilla or lactose. I, I remember when I drank it, I tasted lactose at my last sip, but otherwise I didn't. This is two months old. Yeah. Almost. Um, passion fruit puree, mango puree, flak flakedose, and lactose, vanilla. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's I just, probably largely the yeah, passion fruit now that I think about it, because I remember get, um Oh, having the, the lager, lager beer, beer one, one yeah, was yeah, super yeah. burning and crazy. also like Dunham's passion fruit Berliner Weiss it was insane it was one of the most delicious Berliners I've had in a long time but it was also like a chore to drink like it yeah. was just like sip like you know, mouth blast yeah, to just Crazy. like take your time with it. Almost like put the glass back in the fridge every time you uh, took a sip. Yeah, and I mean I have reflux problems too. So, some, <sighs> so it's like it's filled with lactic acid and then you couple that with an insane amount of like pure passion fruit. Right. And passion just, fruit is just 
it's yeah. intense. I don't know right. if you had it fresh, but it's like it tastes like it's more something you mix with other things. Like it's it's very yeah, you intense have to, fruit. Yeah, yeah, you got to mix it. I've seen people just like in Australia. You I can feel eat like it, bigger there. They it's chop them in half and just like spoon them out. We have this uh, dessert in Australia called a pavlova. Have you heard of that? Dude, it's the best. So it's like this. Yeah, it's, it's actually a New Zealand dessert that we stole because uh, we steal a lot of things from New Zealand and call it out because you know that's what we do, America. And um, <laughs> it's just like, you know, so it's basically meringue outside, like a cake shape, with this like I don't know how they get the inside. It's like sugar egg whitey type of stuff. It's like this spongy. Oh, you know what? Jenny's made one of these. She made a puff. Yeah, we'll I think about that. so. A few years ago yeah. for a party. They're like. They're pretty common. Like they, I think they're quite easy to, to make as far as like it's literally sugar and egg whites and you've got to get I think the toughest parts of consistency. Right, because you're making like a meringue, right? Yeah, so it's a meringue on the outside but it's this like chewy, soft type of shit on the middle. But the reason I'm bringing it up is that one of the things you do, you dress it with um, sort of like uh, thickened cream that's like whipped, whipped cream, I guess, uh-huh. essentially. And um, generally one of the things you put passion fruit over the top and then some like kiwi and fucking strawberries and stuff. It's the greatest thing on the planet. And I had a pav a pavlova sour in Australia. So I don't know if they just piffed it in the fermenter or something. Like Dominion City just chucked a cake in, like Black Forest cake to make one of their beers for I think last year's Dominion Day. So like they just chucked it in the Chucked that in the fermenter and you just let that bitch go and like isn't that crazy? Yeah, it is. I think it's Especially after like I brewed my first beer last weekend. Or no, two days ago. Yes you did. And so the Don't idea of it's like having two, what's like, it dropping? Oh, a cake like, like the just middle. dropping it in there just seems so like against the, the like sterility. Of do you it want all? to tell people? I know it's like a little off topic, but do you want to tell them what you did and when it's dropping? Because this is going to uh, come. Yeah, out in two I mean, weeks. I don't think there's a date or anything yet. But um, two days ago, I went to Sutton to see uh, Pat Oa, who is the brewmaster at Brewery Sutton. What so 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 what. We talked a little French. Yeah. We drank a lot of beer, and then Damn right the, the next morning we. What time um, did you start? Uh, around nine ish. Oh, that's reasonable. Yeah. Okay. I think I said like five thirty. Hey, there's a child. Hey, there's a child. <laughs> um, and then we we brewed uh, a Brut IPA. First in Quebec. No. Uh, not someone even. beat you. No, because I thought so, the whole pitch was like you were like, "Yo, let's do it first. Yeah, so maybe three weeks ago, I like, we had talked about it a bit. Old Bar Canada did it, but they yeah. did it. No, but they did it with Flora, and that's on the Ontario side. Is it being released? On yeah, because I, I said to, I was talking to Flora on Instagram. They couldn't send it to me. I was oh, like, because it's on the Ontario side. Yeah, interesting. And because they're bottling it from their side. So technically, even though a Quebec oh, brewery participated, Maltstrom is also going to be releasing one soon. Ooh. So we'll see. We'll see who's first. And it's funny too because we had this like huge conversation with nice. Pat, yeah. where we're laughing about people needing to be the first to do things. I mean, there's no point. I mean, it's just like lols because it's like, yeah, when exactly. does it? When is there an opportunity for this? How yeah. often does this happen? But yeah, anyway, so there's this new stock called Brut IPAs, and I uh, reached out to Pat because Pat's brewery, um, all of his beers are brewed with Brett. They're not always 100% Brett. Sometimes they're like. Uh, he'll start with a yeast, uh, saison yeast and then finish with bread or vice versa or whatever. But most of his beers are 100% bread. Nice. Um, and we were talking about this, and he didn't seem to real like I'd not say he didn't realize it, but I think he's like one of the only people in the world doing what he's doing. 
Mm. Um, but anyway, we can talk about that after. Anyway, so we, we I, I went and I brewed a collaboration with him um, because I basically reached out to him thinking like, hey, Brute IPAs are um, supposed to be <clears throat> crazy. Like the idea behind it is to get uh, all the sugar fermented out of it. Yes. So it's an IPA that you brew with um, an enzyme that helps break down the uh, sugars in the malt that much more so that you can get the beer down to almost 0% sugar. Um, and they're supposed to be very light, very crisp and um, clear, yet highly aromatic. And dry, almost, really dry. And, and cra- well, crazy dry and almost champagne-like in effervescence. Yes. So that's the idea behind it. I have not tasted one. Pat had not tasted one. Uh, Eric, his other brewer, had not tasted one, and I brought my friend Dan, who's an avid home brewer, and he had not tasted one either. So <laughs> this four guys who don't know shit. Yeah, but I think like everyone probably oh. here who's brewing them probably haven't either. No, um, everyone anywhere who's brewing them that isn't in San Francisco exactly. hasn't tried it. Exactly. So like, let's be real. So it's a trend that came out of San Francisco. But yeah, anyway, so I reached out to him saying like, your beers because you you do 100% Brett are already really dry. This seems like a fun fit for you. Um, so we essentially got together, we brewed a 100% Brett, Brut IPA. Yeah. It should be coming out in maybe five or six weeks, which yeah. depending on when this podcast drops. be two weeks. Week two and weeks half from, from now? now? Yes. Okay, so in about three, three weeks or whatever, it will, it might be being poured at Foudre Unie. August 11th, Saturday, get your tickets if you haven't. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's so And it's like and co-branded like beerism. Wow. Yeah. It's like and, a collab. Sick. Um, it will be called most likely Brett Never Sleeps. Yes. This is a cool name. Because it Which doesn't. we came up with the night before when we were too drunk. As you should be. You're yeah. brewing beer. If you're not drunk. But it, neither, none of us intended to, to, to even drink very much. But then one hour turned into four hours within a second. And, when, and basically he opened up the auberge just for the... For us to just sit and drink in so it was like pitch black basically we're just sitting at the bar and he's just he was just he has like 18 tap lines at this point are they all his or are they all, all his jeez so he has everything from various bread ipas to brett barley wines to uh, as you can imagine a bunch of different saisons yeah. he had Shit. he had stuff that had like different types of herbs in it so he had like his version of like a, gr- a gruit kind of thing um all of its fire. You need to go there and um, do a podcast with him because yeah. he is extremely entertaining. Okay. I he loves telling it. stories and he's just a G, as you would say. As a G, maybe, and is he an OG? I think he's a G and an OG together. He, if I have to explain, like, I don't know, I feel like you should probably just urban dictionary it. <laughs> I don't really want to explain it anymore. It's all tired. That's sick, man. Congrats. I think it's very fucking cool. I love it. I want to see... But it's going to be bottled, right? In the 750 it's gonna and cork and bottled, cage? and it's going to be the first time that he does <clears> 750s. <throat> I don't know cage? if it's going to be cork and cage. I wanted to ask him, but I, I don't... Probably I not, because like I feel like he does it's it... It's kind of expensive, Manually. Oh, yeah. That'd be annoying as tits. Fuck that. Yeah. Maybe he has a uh, a bottling line, but I, I don't know. I, well, I didn't see it when I was there. I mean, he does a lot of bottles, right? Like, his stuff is yeah. all in bottles. I've never seen a slut can... No, it's always bottles. Okay. Always the yeah, uh, five hundred five hundreds, whatever, like the Wild Shack one and stuff. Yep. Was there. I think I have, I think it's probably the only beer I've had from him. Oh man, you got you have to have. One. You have to go down. Okay. I think honestly, I think he's brewing some of the best beer in the province. I I, I, I love him. I love what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I love the idea. He basic basically it's a brewery slash auberge slash really nice restaurant. 
So it's oh. a... An auberge is a hostel, youth hostel. Um, no, it's an auberge de jeunesse, no? I wouldn't, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't call it a, mm. a youth hostel. It's more like going to a small hotel. B&B? Yeah, sort of, but breakfast not included. As in, okay, fair. It's in Sutton in the Eastern Townships, which is about a 20-minute drive from Dunham. Oh, what? Yeah, it's really close to Dunham. Okay, which is still an hour from Montreal. Yeah, about an hour and 20 minutes. Okay. Hey, it's, um, it's a beautiful it, drive. Like, Oh, it's gorgeous. It's a giant building, the restaurant's fire, um, the brewery's inside the building and the rooms are awesome so you Fantastic. can go spend the night you crashed that beer. we did yep put I us up it. took care of us fed us he's, he's class act I love it shouts to, to Pat right Pat, Pat's his name Pat shouts Ua. to Pat we're gonna see you mate um no I think it might be time for the uh the shark the shark Noah's gonna pop his shark cherry bro I'm excited are you ready I'm ready I have to have some cheese first bro <laughs> Tiff, how do you think Noah's going to handle his first shark? I didn't know it was his first shark. Yeah, I know, right? How does it make you feel? Have, have you had, had all the sharks? Excited for every that. You had every one? single one. Every single one. You didn't miss out? I am not. Uh, milk sharks are my, like, a kid, like, like, my, like, the most stressful beer moment for me. <laughs> I get that. Like, I have a lot of stressful beer moments. Like, I, when you're not sure if you're going to get... No, 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 thing no. that you want so much. There's no such thing as not sure. I've never been not sure. Thank you so much. You wonderful. If you're not sure, then why are you so stressed? Because I have to pressure people to get it for me. I know I'm exactly. Get so it. you're never sure. Well, true. Sure. I was in town for this one. Thank the universe. My brother, shout out to Brad. You're a legend. He holds me down consistently. He's going tomorrow. There's like the Aslan collab. They did a collab with Aslan and someone else. Got two collabs dropping tomorrow. You know, it's just like, and he went and got the, like, there was another release, I think, last week or two weeks ago, he got for me and stuff. Like, so I keep busting everyone else's balls to go get. I'm gonna rinse. For I was gonna say, this is this feels rinse worthy. So you can continue talking. I'll continue letting people know. Um, yeah, so Bill, uh, Bell is just always dropping new shit. And it's like, it's crazy. Like, they got like, they, had, they, they do that newsletter, and there was like three beers dropping. Um, well, at least it was supposed to be this month. So, it was the Aslan collab. They're all like jelly in the title. So, it was like three, whatever. So, it was like, there's just so many beers um, that they do. Um, and they're just so fire. And I just want to have them all. I want them in my life. I want them in my face. So, the Milk Sharks are my favorite. I think they've had, I think this is number 11 or 12 um, in this series right now. Um... As far as whether it's a favorite, I think this one is pretty fucking good. It kind of tastes more like the strawberry one. The strawberry was great too. Um, what were your favorites, babe, of the uh, milk sharks? Did you have a favorite? Uh, the mango was my favorite. Mango? Mango milk shark. Mango was great. Uh, pink guava? Pink guava was always a. Uh, no, thank pink you, guava great. Pink yeah. guava? Yeah. I want you just to do the honors. I want you just to enjoy the whole experience. Pink guava was great. Strawberry was great. Um, blackberry. Yeah, was cool. Vanilla was cool, but you know what? We only got two of them because it was a really small batch. Yeah. Scott kept his for a month, and he said it got better. So that was kind of like where oh, I messed up. Said something like hmm. Yeah, because all of them. Well, you wouldn't have known anybody. No, we wouldn't have known because yeah, you had to. Ha if you didn't drink them in like three weeks, because I got the pink guava, I got like six of them. It was the first time I had like a fuck ton of them. Normally, I like I got four of these, but mm -hmm. two of them. Get one one of them two. was this one, and one of them was for Chris. So like Tiff and I, I had one to myself. Yeah, right. 
The strawberry is impressive. Yeah. So th this one is um, an interesting one because it's sort of almost like un like you didn't expect the like you're like how is like Neapolitan even work in a beer? So it's yeah. I, I think it's like primarily the strawberry with some cocoa. Stone nibs. did a Neapolitan beer too. I've had a Neapolitan. Um, uh, what's it called? Merritt did, I think. A Neapolitan stout. Did they? Yeah. Yeah, Stones was a stout, too. Stone, yeah. Stone rock. Um, I love their uh, beef with uh, Keystone. Have you seen that shit? Oh, yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, uh, like, Greg Coke is going in on that. It's really funny. Um, so. Well. Well. Cheers. Noah H. Forrest. I do want to smell it before I yeah, drink. Yeah, please. Oof. And this is not oxidized. It looks oxidized, but it's not. No, it's just the color that it ended up. I saw in a lot of the videos. Are you ready? Put yeah. your straw in. Put your straw in. You first have a sip of a milkshake through a straw. I don't know if anyone's done that yet. Okay. What? What? No. Wait. Real quick. What's your uh, appraisal on the nose? Because you were looking pretty intense. You were taking some big whiffs. <laughs> I'm. I think the strawberry. I think what's impressive is the. The, uh, the fact that it oh. smells like Neapolitan ice cream. It Doesn't smells it? like strawberry ice cream more Kinda than does. anything. Yeah. Um, which I've never smelt in a beer before. Like, yeah. To get that jammy, like it, it smells like raspberry jam almost. Like yeah. to get that kind of jamminess in a strawberry beer, it I don't does. think I've ever smelt that in a beer before, which is impressive. But I'm not getting much hops. No, don't worry about that. <laughs> don't worry about the hops. It's called an IPA, though. I mean, arguably, <laughs> it's. It's all about the lactose. But it, it doesn't lactose. It show. smells good. Oh, we should call it. It smells lactose crazy show. sweet. So I'm curious how it actually tastes. Yeah, put that in yet. Get in ya. Cheers. Noah's first ever milkshake. What do you reckon? It's not that sweet. No, it's not that sweet. Gonna analyze it, Noah. Guys, this is really serious. Apologies it's for the. It's more acidic uh, than I thought it would be. Because of the strawberry. Yeah. The other ones, to be honest, they can be quite acidic. When they're like the, they're the fruited, like, they're all fruited. But when they're like the sort of the more acidic fruits, sometimes it just comes through that way. To be honest, I don't think I like it that much. Oh my God. Tiffany. Well, I mean, out of everything we've had today, um, the first two were okay. The Buck Canada one was fire. The Collective Arts is... I, I enjoyed juice. that the least I've enjoyed that beer and I fucking love that beer do you know I don't know why maybe because we're just doing um, yeah I've had mm. my lactate today and we're doing a lot but so then in the in the in the like the, the runway of what we have here this is not well I wasn't huge on the first two to begin with to be honest um, but I think I like it less than the last two hmm. even though the nose is um Incredible. Pretty spectacular. Like that jamminess or whatever. I kind of want to say, and I do. But the thing is, is that's actually saying something because I didn't just, I didn't really, like, hate any of these beers. No, hate is a strong word. Um, I definitely, and and, and honestly, like the lactose is integrated well. It's I, that's not my, for me, that's not a, a, the criticism I have with it. Like, I don't get that gross taste that sometimes I get with lactose. Yep. Um, at all. I, so, I think I'd like more hops in it, maybe. This is now, when was, uh, so whatever day Liquid Arts Fest was, that was the day I got it. 
Fuck. But also, you know, give me a couple minutes. These it beers sometimes up. after the first two sips, I'm like, meh. And then by the end, I'm like, hey. That's actually true. Good. That other mango one was the same. Yeah. So I think that day was the Saturday, the 16th of June, if I'm not mistaken. And today is Friday, the 13th of July. So it's damn near a month old. Yeah. Now that is, in my personal opinion, a little lengthy. It's a month? Yeah, almost. Yeah, I mean, so I'm sure they bottled it about a month faded. ago. But it's not so old that it would be completely fallen off either. No, because I had another one, the one when I sort of pretended like I drank this one. Did you like that? Yeah, scared me. Did you think that was? Do you think I'd be that much of a dick? I wasn't sure. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking fair enough, bro. (laughs) Yeah, like... I was like, you would have been like, screw Noah, we can't get this shit together, I'm just gonna drink this beer, and you know what? I would have respected that. I would have told you before doing it. Yeah, probably. I I think we have a strong enough relationship (laughs) that I would have been, hey man, like this beer's gonna go, are we doing this or no? Like, I don't want to waste I, it. <laughs> I'm drinking it. No, but I, it was actually, this was a cool opportunity because it was like Chris had only had like one ever milk, one milkshake before, which was the raspberry, the last one, which was mm-hmm. actually fucking amazing. Um, and then he happened to hit me at a time that I was there because last time with the raspberry, my brother only got, you can, there was a limit of four and he didn't have anyone to go with. So he only got four. So I, only, I got two, he got two. Um, so I wasn't able to do this whereas this time I got four so I was able to like spread out I like to have a good like two to myself not just full to myself I usually split one with Tiff and I have one to myself just to soak it up while you're a huge fan I am it's my favorite I don't know I don't know why man it's my favorite fucking you think think is is part of it the height hell yeah (laughs) hell yeah I'm like I'm not embarrassed to admit that it's totally the height but you know why I think this came out around the time I discovered rediscovered Bellwoods last January if I'm not mistaken um, Tiff and I went to a show went to a concert we had a good night and it finished at like 11 o'clock and we're at oh, we're on college yeah. and it was like 11 she's like ah oh, let's not go back like we're in Toronto she's like yo let's let's go get a drink and we, I was like I could have turned right and gone to Burdock or turned left and gone to um, Ossington to, to Bellwoods so I was like, oh, let's go to Bellwoods. Why not? It's around the corner. I heard it. And we just done the podcast with um, the boys, with the Wild Shack boys. And they blew my mind because Max was wearing a Bellwoods hoodie during the podcast. And when they showed me their cellar, they had Barnow and I probably, yeah. in hindsight, Skeleton Key and other all these other crazy. I was like, you guys think Bellwoods is that good? Like, okay. I'd like, it's whatever. Oh, really? I, Back then, you weren't... Uh, dude, it was a year and a half ago. This is how new this oh, shit is. Oh, yeah, man. We were, we've been in Bellas for, I guess, three years at least. Because we were on it literally the week they opened. And, and it was like, it was cool. And then I moved to Montreal three months later. They opened uh, April 2012, and we moved to Montreal July 2012. Like, next week or the week after, I think we've been here for six years. And um, so Tiff and I went back, and granted, I was high. So when I'm a little high, I get a little more excited about things than, you know, as you do. Yep. So I think I had Jutsu. I had Seastar, their pale ale. I had... Um, back, back when Jutsu was clear as day. No, no. The reason why I had Jutsu was because Remy was like, dude, Jutsu is the haziest pale ale in on, like, Canada. And it's oh, regular. So just he goes, I, I went to Bellwood strictly because those boys told me to go and because they were talking about haze. This was just after... I'd done the video that you told me to get the Le Trois Mousquetaires one. So I was discovering haze. I was trying to figure it out, not, you know, learning about the, uh, the way the hops react, that you, know, you have to drink it quick and all yeah. that stuff, right? So it was in this real short period of time where I had this fucking crazy amount of like learning. And um, 
we went there. I can't remember. I had, two, I had four beers that night, whatever they were. They were all incredible and blew my mind. And then I think literally the next month, they released uh, the first Pineapple Milkshake. So I was either there or I got my brother to get it for me. And I remember we did a video of that versus Runes. It was the first Runes in the same release. So right. Rune, have you had any of the Rune series? They're like, uh, I did. like two. They like. A, I think a, I had one at your house. Oh, maybe, maybe we did bust one out. No, or runes that, cool. or I had Runes somewhere. But that was, yeah, that was a, a real haze bomb. Right? Like that was, they're all haze bombs. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they're fine. Like Runes don't really do it for me crazily. <laughs> like they're all great. But it was just anyway. Milkshake came along at the time when I just discovered, rediscovered Bellwoods and sort of like fell in love with it. So it kind of, and it was just, and I was you know discovering the New England and because it was like this hazy lactose thing, I was like this is fascinating. And then I, I'm a sucker. Tiff and I are marketers. Like I'm a sucker for the branding. I think the yeah. branding is genius. I love it. Um, it is and, great. Uh, you know, you have a witch shark, not a milkshake tea like. Sweater or t shirt you're wearing. Um, right? Well, it was before Milk Shark existed that so I got that, shark, right? but it's so it's, it's, the it's basically there's this guy, so you, it could be a Milk Shark. No, it well, because it's not because the wick has, has a broom. Oh, I didn't realize that they changed it to a straw. Isn't that see? That's Learn what I'm saying. Something new and every like day. Scott. Luckily, he's smart and he kept one of every bottle. So I don't know if you saw his po- he posted it on uh, oh, Instagram see. recently. He got every single one. Like we all got every single one. So it looks just so fucking sick to have. Yeah, like, I used to collect uh, Bellwoods <sighs> bottles. I ain't got time for that. A few shit. years ago, I and wish. then when I moved, I was like, <laughs> I don't, I don't anymore. Jenny, take it to Ontario and get the money. I keep. I have enough glasses to fill up an entire apartment. Yeah, so it's, you, don't, you don't need bottles on top of that. <laughs> no. Like Max and Remy do it really well with the like. The yeah, like you have place. one of those shelves or something for sure. Yeah, it looks great. But, uh, also, like sometimes I don't want to be reminded of how much I drink. It's like let's yeah. get in the recycling bin as yeah, quickly as like, possible. <laughs> You do that, we take it back to Ontario and get the money. Really? Oh, you're smart. Well, it's, you know, as you can imagine, we we have a substantial amount of returns. Yep. And I feel like, you know, it's okay. I don't, you know, it's not about being a tight ass. It's more just like, well, this is going to be that much money. Why am I just throwing out $20, $30 every month or two? Like, might as well take it and get a little back and then reinvest that in beer. Even if it might go to Bellwood, you get I three beers for it. I should do it more, but for some reason... Do you know why I'm you don't lazy. do it? Because you get beers from everywhere, just like I do. And Quebec only takes beers from where you purchased it, and it pisses me off. So yeah, much. And it's even more layered than that in the sense that, like, like if I try and bring this guy, which is purchased in Quebec, and we'll clearly say saying whatever thirty cents. Mm-hmm. Maybe it might have changed in the last couple of years, but in in my experience back in the day, you would you try bring it to a grocery store that doesn't carry craft, and they'd be like, "Oh, I can't take this," and yeah. it was always a thing. And yep. so it was a thing one or two times, and I'm like, I don't need this to be a thing anymore, and stuff like that. But it is stupid because I could literally be making money, considering sometimes I get these for free. Um, but I just, I don't. I don't. I also don't want just cases of empties that I have to worry about, and then like lugging them to the car with the kids to go to the grocery. Like I'm just, yeah, if you got, I'm just recycling. Yeah, I feel that. I mean, it sounds like I'm just like I don't care about money because I'm actually quite poor, but. <laughs> I, uh, All beer people are poor because um, we spend a lot of money just, on beer. Yeah, I just recycle them. If someone brings a, like a 12-pack of Sleemans to my house and I have oh. a bunch of empties and they're in a case, maybe I'll bring that case to the grocery store. But like yeah, the all these like one-off 750, one-off 500, one-off this, it's like trying to lug that and then arguing with the person. But that's why if you take them to Ontario, you take them to the beer store, they'll take yeah, anything. Anything, eh? Literally, honestly. You can stuff? Dude. I, like what do you really? think? I drink shit from everywhere 
Australian stuff, American really? stuff. Dude, I take everything. Maybe I'll bring them to Ottawa. Do you know what I did on the Lolo? I haven't done it yet. I'm going to test watch. it. I've got... No, they're not watching. I got two cans of um, San Pellegrino. <laughs> I put in my shit. I'm going to test it out because these... What we do when we put them in, I, we, we, Tiff and I are very nice. We don't just chuck it all in one thing. We put, here's a can one at the beer store and here's one of wine bottles and here's one of liquor bottles and here's one of beer. We separate it for them so they don't have to like do it we made their life easy so they don't even see what cans they are do you know what pisses me off more than anything I drink a lot of good beer and I take my empties back to Kingston beer store <laughs> in Kingston Ontario every time because it's our stop off on the way to on, on Toronto and those motherfuckers never once ask me about my beer and it, I don't know why I get so mad I'm like dude look at this shit why do you like where do you get this bro what the fuck I feel like I'm like offended should I be offended or, am, I being, am I being a dick I just don't, maybe, don't maybe they have all these other Australian dudes with tank tops coming in every bring second in day, bringing in their fire craft <laughs> beer with their fucking Ray-Bans, and they're like, oh, this guy again. This fucking guy. So I don't even know what to say about this beer. Is, Is it, it growing on you or no? Yes and no at the same time. Like, it's, what, you know, what, what impressed me so much about it is is the the dryness and the finish. Like, it's clearly sweet. You put your nose in there; it smells like sugar and literally smells like strawberry ice cream with like hints of cocoa. Which, like, they they nailed the Neapolitan thing. Like, there's no question of that. You get the vanilla, you get a little bit of the chocolate. Yeah, yeah. Um, it might work better in like a stout kind of thing because you get the chocolate from the stout. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like the fact that they tried to do it this way means that. Like it, there's a certain uh, I don't know risk to it, but uh, it's it's it dries out in the finish. Like everything's there that needs to be there. I think the problem for me is I guess I just don't love milkshake IPAs. So like Bellwoods tends to to like 98 percent of the time um, almost knock it out of the park, and then sometimes they just, just fuck you know it what? up. Even, and and this isn't a fuck up. This is good, but. Um, it's not my thing, I guess, is what it comes You know what? To. This was the one I thought was going to um, convert you. Mm. Now, if I'm going to be fair, I feel like this is not the flavor this that is would... Seven out of ten. And this is like seven yeah. on the scale of all the other ones. Yeah, honestly, yeah. My least favorite. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And seven out of ten is the worst it gets. Like... The other ones were just so fire. Like, when I get more, I'm going to make sure if I get more, I'll be like, all right, we'll all come right. back and we'll do okay. a, another thing. A follow-up? A follow-up, just because like, now I kind of feel like I need to convince you. Like, Chris was like, this is fucking amazing. Um, but he's still team. Well, you know, he said it to me on the internet. I want to see. I want to look him in the eye. Well, team no lactose or no? Like, well, I like because in the video, <clears> he was, uh, you could see in his eyes. That, he liked like, it. He oh really liked God. it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, and then you asked him about it in the group chat. He's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, and then oh. At the end of the video, unfortunately, his end screens were covering the text and I couldn't remove him to read it. But it was basically saying, I'm still team no lactose or whatever. <laughs> like, it was funny. Um, I like, I like he, it was well played. But, yeah, like, it's, it's, I just don't think it's the, um, it's the flavor that would take someone like yourself to be like, like, it's great, but they've, they've just done better. I think it's the most it's probably the most interesting one, but it's not the best one. Yeah, and I mean the idea behind it is just like awful in the sense of like, oh, you know what? Straight up an IPA like around a milkshake, around a Neapolitan ice cream. It's just it's like all the things that like 
I kind of like hating on, but don't actually hate on. Like all like wrapped up in, in one, the one nice, bundle. nice thing. Um, so it, sorry, like all I have to say, I think it's the one that has the potential of being the biggest mess, and it's not a Fuck mess yeah, at all. No. It's uh, it's it's. It, I would say it is delicious. I just don't love it. Fair. Like in the sense that, but. It, I'm guessing I'm probably going to feel that way about most of the milk sharks. Whereas in on the other side, the Jelly Kings, I think Jelly Kings one of the best dry hop sours I've ever drinking in my entire life. Hands down. Out of, uh, you know, and I've had stuff from the States. Um, and all the fruit variants are interesting. Some are a bit better than others. Um, but somehow I've managed to almost drink every Jelly King variant and yet never try a milk shark. Is it just Jelly King's amazing. Yeah, Jelly King's a phenomenal. I, and they just keep killing uh, every time. They really do. I and, like, the dry hop and Jelly King is through the roof, and it lasts. Like, I've had Jelly King two months after, and you still get the brightness it's of the hops fire. with the acidity. Yeah. So that's why I assumed that... This would be the same? Yeah, like, I, I assumed I would, like, would get that intense dry hop. But at the same time, you There's know, to, to do the, the strawberry hop. thing, and the fact that, like... There isn't supposed to be a citrus component to this, right? Because he's trying no. to recreate a, um, an ice cream. So why would it taste like citrus hops? It wouldn't make much sense. So no. he's probably using hops that give more of a strawberry forward type thing or maybe like a, a richer um, cooked fruit thing, which explains why it's not as hoppy as I was expecting. Uh, yeah. Um, whereas in like the Buck Canada is like, it's literally a New England with, with a little, little bit of lactose. Yeah. It's a completely so, different. That's vibe. why I say, like, there's nothing wrong with this beer. It's it's quite brilliant in its execution. It's just like, it to me, it's more of a, a novelty than it is something that I would really enjoy drinking. Completely fair, and I think if that's how you feel about this one, you probably feel the same about the rest of them because I Maybe. don't feel the dry hop is the, the 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 key element that stands out is the fruit in all times in all of the other ones. So it's like some kind of combination between the fruit and the body. And the light hops that is what draws people in. Yeah. And then, honestly, if I'm going to be real, it's the hype and the branding. The branding is just so fucking genius. And the fact that, like, for me, when you see Scott's picture and you've got all these different colors of the same thing, it just looks so... It, it grabs you. It's so, like, like well, Eddie so Warhol. Geeky, like, it's so geeky, right? but like, it's so, like, 70s like, pop art. Like The idea of getting all the things. It's like collecting hockey cards. It's like, it's all of that. Right? I'm it's like, I have to get all of it. And, and I feel like craft beer has turned into that. How do you feel about worse, that? Better worse. But, yeah. um, and I find myself there. I, I'm trying to, like, I don't think you're off bad on that or you in the are, last few years. Are you bad with that? Because I always never, never really thought you were. Um, I kind of am, and that's why I like overbook myself on articles where I have like three or four or five posts going at the same time because Dunham had another release. I want to write hmm. about it. I also want to drink them all. I can't go and drop two hundred bucks on it, but I can. But you provide value to be given that. Yeah, but it but it's like, I it's it's this this desire like I need to have tried it. I need to be part of the, like, I need to be part of the club. I yeah. need to have like been able to comment on this thing. Yeah, like it's it's part of that. So it's it's just different, I guess, because it's like I guess you're very much more Quebec centric, and I, I yes. I'm not as party to the the hype out here, and I'm don't really buy into much. That's changing hype. though. 
I'll for you. Yeah, you go for me completely now. Since yeah. you and I have sort of connected on it like a bit more, we've been hanging out more, talking more, doing more content, and then doing more uh, interviews with Quebec breweries. Since I realized Peluso was up the road from the crib now, yeah. um, that's been a problem for me. Um, Quebec beer is expensive too. Quebec beers are super expensive, but fuck, they're good. Mm-hmm. And it's just a whole different world. And I'm enjoying it thoroughly. It's, it's something I'm really grateful for because this summer has been a bit more like we've been sort of staying put more. Like last summer, we were everywhere. This summer, like, we've got a few things maybe coming up, but like we're sort of mostly staying put and it's great. So I've been able to like talk to more Quebec breweries and just like run out of stuff I want to drink. Like I still have a bunch of stuff I have to do videos for, but I'll go to Palooza and I'll stock up on some shit and I'll get to try some new stuff. Whereas mostly I just go to Ontario, I'll come back with so much stuff that by the time I go to Ontario again, that's when I'm ready to, to re-up. So I, don't even, I didn't even need to shop here, which was kind of unfortunate. Well, yeah, because you're like right down now, you're a Montrealer. I get all the fun. So uh, we last should do- Last one. Last one. Bed. Oh, you know, oh, it's not even fair. Yes, this one so the last one was from Batch in Detroit. So we did a podcast with them. You like that, right? Yeah. French, eh? Hey, you see my French? Perfect. I think French folks still say Detroit, but no, it's Detroit. <laughs> Detroit. What? So, so Detroit. Okay. So um, yeah, Batch. Shouts to Stephen and Jason. These guys were uh, hilarious. Such I good like guys. Can. It's very cool. can is gorgeous. Uh, this is their first ever can. Um, Rainbow Colors Blended. It's a double, I- double milkshake, mango, passion fruit, and lactose. Probably a good one to finish up. 8.9. Kind of glad it's a small can yep. in uh, hindsight. They're hash- we'll, we'll they're, drink they're, a bit more after anyway. Beer makes me happy. Beer makes us all happy. Doesn't Unless it? it's milkshake IPAs and I'm just miserable right now. Oh, it's rainbow co- <laughs> You need to fucking like... <laughs> I've enjoyed this entire process. There you go. That's all I wanted to hear. I knew you would because you're not a dickhead. No. Oh, Ooh, look at that I color. Like the, I feel like the K is usually like, oh, this isn't as good as I thought it would be. What do you mean? I'm, I don't know. I'm starting, to, I'm starting to read you subtly through like, your uh, either lack of praise or not as much praise as you give praise to other things. In, watching online? Videos. Oh, oh, on the video? listening to you, watching <laughs> Like you do like the, okay, okay. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. That wow. means like wow, this is this is tell. okay, but maybe I don't want to say that I don't love it. Or there'll be other things. Like little subtleties. I'm why why you put me on uh, blast fan? Oh. Fucking with me. It won't be the first time. Um yeah, I know you bitch. Piss me off. Okay, um, okay. Okay. This <laughs> is okay. so true. Okay. 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 Do you know who's? I, okay. I love him to death. Scott, Scott Beer, cold beer enthusiast, is the worst. If he doesn't like a beer, you can tell immediately. But he won't say it. He'll nah, if I, he'd be like. <laughs> every time he's like, he's like, you take a sip, he'd be like, okay, okay. He always like looks to the side. No, he just looks to the side. He's every like, time. <laughs> and then he doesn't say anything. And, he and he'll one. do like a like a face. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. And afterwards, he'd be like, yeah, I wasn't into it. And he'd like, be like sessionable. <laughs> no, and, and like I, I'm, I'm teasing, but I can't imagine how. You take a sip? Um, no, but I realize I have like cheese all over this. Oh, you don't need to need to straw. All right, well, no, no, I can just like draw. Um, no, you don't put cheese in your milk. Oh, lactose in your lactose. There we go. Um, cheers. No, but like it's so hard to to drink something in front of the person who 
fucking made it. It's one thing to like even drink it like here, whereas you know, I can I can say like I took the first sip of root and I was like I don't really like this, but I would probably not have said that if the guy was sitting there like that. There's like a certain difficulty oh, in doing, doing in, on the podcast. Yeah, yeah and, and you guys the... have to do that every time. That's yeah. hard. Man. It's a little, It's it's def- it's difficult, but to be honest, like we don't deal with people who make bad beer generally, right? There's like, it's all very subjective. You, you deal with, we deal with like, with people who do great things with yeah. much more, much more intelligent than we are. And like, but not always to, like, sorry, in, in the sense that like, it's not like you have to seek out the fire breweries and only go to them. You go to people who everywhere. could be drinking or who could be making mediocre to okay beer. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I mean, but you're trying to go to everybody, basically. And you're not going to garbage breweries, but you're not some, necessarily going I won't to go the to. I won't say top them. of the top. Yeah, well, I mean, because you can't always. Like, a lot of the time in Montreal, to be honest, it's more just like, who can I get to that will talk to me? Because at the exactly. end of the day, my job is to talk to as many people as possible. Well, yeah, I mean, you want to spread the word, and you want to engage with people who are brewing beer in the city. 100%. But and sometimes, I'm sure you get in a situation where you try a beer, and it's not that great which is challenging yeah and it's and the problem is with the let's say the beer mail videos um i don't i have one chance to shoot these videos i don't have four of each sometimes they'll send me a couple of each but like if i crack it it's never happened to be dead on this has never happened where i've like cracked a beer on camera and drank it i'm like oh this is terrible tiff turn it off like we're done we're done here <laughs> never, has never happened never once man there, there's been one time where we've received stuff and we decided to not do a video because we were like, I can't say anything good about this. And I know that particular brewery is fire. But oh. the stuff that I got was not exceptional. So that was one time only. Did you like let them know what happened? No, I should tell them. But I, I, I think I know what it is. I'll tell you after. I don't, is it I, recently? Yeah. Oh. Um... Yeah, yeah I definitely see, tell them. They usually are pretty good with that. Yeah, and I've, I've had beer. Like, say, like, I could, like, I've said it to them, like, Town. Town have given me some stuff, and they've had oxidized bottles. Yeah. And I've popped the bottles on the podcast, and I've You're said right, that I think they're sludge. oxidized, and I've had this at the brewery. I'm pretty sure it's different. Luckily, I've been pretty drunk every time I've sort of done a Town one, because Rich helped me a couple times, because I have, like, six at a, at a time. Um, I but, kinda dig this. Well, I like this a lot. This is good. Because it's a double IPA, there's like a there's more heft to it, and yeah, there's more booze to it. Way more bo- booze. Um, passion fruit, and mango. The passion fruit, and the mango aren't as in, like not even nearly as intense no. as the collective arts. Much more. So laid this back. still tastes a bit like a double IPA. Yeah. Um, nice and there's and still, still some hops going on. I don't even know if there's the, like the vanilla or again. Like, I guess what it comes down to is. If all of these beers didn't have lactose in it, I'd probably like them a little bit more. So, so it's not what people are doing. I think it's just at the end of the day, I just don't dig it as an adjunct. I don't dig the extra sweetness. I don't dig that flavor that I don't enjoy. I think yep. that's what it comes down to. So at the end of the day, are you affirmatively saying team no lactose? Nothing changed after the six beers and this wonderful conversation. <laughs> Um, and the good times. I wouldn't say much has changed, no. Okay. And you know what? I respect that. Uh, I, I don't... I, I, I think we play it up online in we the do. sense of, like, Team it No is, Lactose. It's very fun. Um, because... And, and I, would, I think it was actually even more Team No Lactose 
until this winter when the, uh, pe- the new Peche uh, four pack came out. Oh, I love and that I had one. Peche latte, uh, which I it? thought I would dislike uh, the or like like the least out of the four, and it may be my favorite Peche ever. Because it's fire, Shasta Layla, Shasta JP. It was, it, it just... JF, why did I say JP? I I'm drunk. It's been six fucking beers, man. We're chilling. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, that beer like that. Was, was, was something else. It was, right? Um, I love it. It was, and I've had, um, like, Trillium's um, Affogato, which was, like... You have an Affogato? Like a coffee... It's like coffee, thing? lactose... Um, don't remember what else is in it but basically it's one of those fantastic impossible to get beers and you have to basically stab your mother in the stomach to get one mom i don't want to stab mom she's great uh luckily my friend derek is a an insane beer geek and he was in and around the area uh, boston he went and got a growler and we had a tasting at his place with a bunch of other shit and he cracked open a liter growler of it and part of me was like, oh, just another like pastry stout kind of thing, but it was fire. Yeah, it was really good. And I had other Trillium stouts before that, I've and I was kind of like, meh. Like, they they have the hop game like through the roof. Yeah, and, and like Treehouse too. But you know what, Quebec and Canada, we've done some decent stouts. Um, so I yes. wasn't expecting it to be. Mind blowing. All the all and end all, but it was quite exceptional. So anyway, all that to say that I do enjoy lactose in certain beers. But you're not gonna wear the BOS merch. Did I tell you we're actually gonna make team lactose and team no lactose merch? You did not tell me this. I've already got it all. I got a whole bunch of designs. I'll tell you afterwards. But we're gonna do team lactose. You're gonna be afterwards. Tell me now. Oh, I'll tell you now. Well, <laughs> we haven't got. We waiting. Like we. We're changing something about BOS. I'm waiting for that to come through. Okay, I don't know about that. And either. then uh, I have a bunch of designs. We have some designs to say get it in you. And then we have some which other, is a great idea. which is a perfect one. We've got like three or four designs from that already ready to go. Uh, we're waiting on a uh, one more thing, but then I've got a bunch of uh, teas, and one of the the varieties will be Team Lactose and Team No Lactose, with a little BOS logo on the back. I love it. Right? Can I get the Team No Lactose shirt? Of course you can. Because you know what? It's like going to be on like a website. It says no. Yeah. And just tell child sizes. <laughs> <laughs> I just love. <laughs> I just love how confused people, like general public, will be, be like, over what? our weird niche complex. It's so niche. <laughs> it's so strange. Like this whole beer world is fucking so weird. But I love it. I but wouldn't change it. It, it, it. This could be oddly successful. And I got. I'm going to tell you the other designs. I don't want to say anything yet because I, I don't want anyone to steal it because we haven't put it up. And I'm waiting. Mm-hmm. Literally, we're getting a new BOS logo, and I'm waiting for the logo to be designed. I think it's time. It's time, right? Because the other one was like a mess around. My friend did. No, it's nice, but you know, even doing this for a while, time to change. It's right? Time to do a proper yeah. one. So he once that comes, I've got the rest of the stuff good to go. So I just need to. I'm going to put them like on the back, kind of like yeah. just a brewhead. So brewheads is doing it all. This is brewheads and and pretty penny, right? I'm just pretty penny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, pretty penny. No one knows what's up. Pretty penny. Like no one's going to need a necklace. I reckon. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Brewheads, shouts to Phil. Phil's his birthday the other day. Um, so Phil's doing a new logo. He did some Get It In Your designs for us. So once he does a new logo, 
the other ones I'm going to do is just text. That's so going to be a lot simpler, but I'll, t- I'll show you what they are. It's pretty funny, and I think the uh, children <laughs> think uh, the people are going to like it. So, look, let's wrap it up here. Yep. Uh, Noah, I'm where can everyone done. find you online? Oh, we need to take a photo. We have to get another beer now Yeah. with a fucking straw in it. I'm sorry. You told me that ahead of time. What if I just throw a bunch of cheese in my glass and shove a straw into that? <laughs> Tiff, Tiff not in the head. The producer's saying no. You have to put orange juice. Oh. Uh, where can everyone find you online, Noah Farst? Um, beerism.ca or on Facebook, Beerism, and on uh, Instagram. Instagram, I think it's beerism.ca ca written out. And on Twitter, it's beerism1. Why? Who took beerism and who we have to fight? Yeah, seriously. Do we have I, to fight I don't them? remember. I don't really it, use Do you know what? Twitter? I bet it was you and you fucking lost the password. <laughs> you dickhead. Wasn't it you? <laughs> that sounds like something I would do. But no, I think uh, people have thought of it before me. It's just I've only, I don't know, Branded perfected it. it. Yeah, Owned it. I like that. Eh? I like that. I like that. Brother, thank you so much. I appreciate it. It's Always been a pleasure. a pleasure. I'm glad we got to drink six milkshakes. Six milkshakes. We're both going to take a lactate. I'm going to go vomit and- <laughs> in the bathroom for a while. I'm going to probably do more diarrhea than I've ever done. <laughs> I look forward to it. This is actually really good. <coughs> God, this was amazing, and I enjoyed uh, trying all these. And it was at fun. least, and just doing them side by side was it a was, really right? great experience. I've yeah. never done anything like this before either, and it was cool just to see the difference in yep. what lactose can do to beer. You know, whether you like it or not, it's very or whether interesting. Whether the rude one even has lactose in it. Yeah, we need to question. we need to talk to them because uh, it might not. You know what? I know there are other beers of fire, but goddamn it, guys. Um, get your lactose shit together get your your lactose shit together Um, that is it y'all thank you so much for watching if you enjoyed the episode smash the thumbs up hit subscribe below and hit the notification bell so you know ding when the new videos drop follow us on social media at BAOS podcast and check out the long form audio so you can hear and watch well, not really watch. I only listen watch to it. I don't even bother watching the videos because I can hear it like the entire thing. <laughs> exactly. So you listen to the entire thing. Where do you listen to it? What's your uh, thing? I use iTunes because I have an iPhone. Perfect. So, so uh, I have a uh, two-hour commute every day, so I get to listen get to your face every week. I'm in Noah's ear. I'm in his <laughs> messenger. I'm in his It's texts. a little aggressive, actually. <laughs> I'm. Uh, it's it's I am, just a little too much. No, I am Noah right now. <laughs> um, I'm fathering none of them. <laughs> Um, that is it, guys. Thank you for watching. Get some lactose in you. I'm drunk on lactose. Literally. <laughs> Literally. Get it in you.